No! I'm just gonna vomit bat all over this mic. <laughs> I wish the audio listeners could see Rafi trying to flap like a oh, bat. Yeah. Mix is gonna oh, put man. some Scooby Doo bat sounds in there somewhere. Yeah, dude, probably. Oh, God. Oh, have you watched Spider Man though, Rafi? You haven't watched Spider Man yet. Nah, I hate spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I can't imagine how someone who has a phobia with bats would watch Batman. Mm. Because that is... I feel like that would be the same reaction that Rafi um, showed when he watched <laughs> Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, dude, could you imagine me if they created somebody called Heightsman or something? <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Oh, he's only powerful when he's like a few feet from the ground like a certain <laughs> feet from the ground yeah dude don't ever fight him in a skyscraper yeah yeah and then it gets all confusing he's fighting in the dark and he gets punched and then why did that hurt so much you fool you're at sea level <laughs> <laughs> I've I've kited you all the way here <laughs> he's his power magnifier is is like uh like in relation to his height off the ground. Yeah dude. Yeah, yeah dude. He's the strongest at the International Space Station. <laughs> yeah. The final attack would be him Halo jumping and then going towards the enemy without No, <laughs> no way, if he goes yeah, down man. though. He's, he's, if he's punching down into the earth, by the time it hits, like it's like nothing. Yeah, and he would die. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he loses his powers the closer he is to earth. He just I really, to the guy. He has to. I really like this, this, this new superhero we're workshopping right now. Because in my head, it's just Earth Superman because his weakness is the earth. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm oh, guessing no. like the final, like the final scene would be like an Iron Man where he, mm. like, Puts the enemy uh, near the stratosphere or something, dude. Dude, that could be dude. <laughs> that could be the big twist of the book. Like, like yeah. he he goes throughout his whole life thinking his powers are height based, but eventually he realizes his weakness is the earth, and the farther away he is from earth, the more powerful he is. Oh no! And he has to leave the earth. Yeah, dude. But, and he's like, he'll protect the earth. He'll just be orbiting around the earth. <laughs> Outside invaders. Dude, legitimately, legitimately, this is not a bad concept. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. like, isn't that almost the same ruling as Ultraman, where he can only fight for five minutes before <laughs> the Earth. light starts being? So when he gets to Earth, like <laughs> I got five minutes before <laughs> my powers go away. Oh shit! <laughs> and then that's when he pulls out like the his big laser move. That defeats everything. Like, just do that at the start, Ultraman. Just do the super. <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't yeah. wait until you're on the brink of death, you asshole idiot. Like, this isn't wrestling. Don't be, <laughs> don't be kicking out. Like, do it at the start. Literally, the whole world is dependent on it. Just fucking <laughs> go for it. Yeah. Like this the, podcast. 
Let's go for it. Let's go for it, Mr. Host, man. Oh, God. I forgot how to intro. What did you say? Welcome. There it is. Welcome. Welcome to Good Trades, uh, episode 103, the podcast where we punch each other with stories and everyone <laughs> takes damage. I'm going to be your host for tonight, uh, Miguel from Too Much Gaming, uh, Cheesy Chimps, who hasn't streamed for a month, and <laughs> <laughs> would be true. It's fine. Just a weird, just a weird self dunk. Like it, that's, yeah, that's pretty okay. Have All right, we have to be grounded today because we watched okay. a very grounded superhero movie. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. And I'm yeah, with me today so is, um, of course, uh, from Too Much Gaming. Also, our resident Transformer Dual Master, uh, Migoy from Too Much Gaming. Hello, it is my turn. I draw and do 50 things. Yep, <laughs> he is the man. Oh, God. Who does 50 things. Mm-hmm. Another man who does 50 things is Emil from Emil in the Morning at Night. Dodon, don, don, don. Emil Chan. All right. I know when... Final... I know oh, when yeah. something's an anime and I can't really. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's just let it what, go. What, where was that? I forgot. But yeah. Zen also, podcaster that... Chozetsu Kawaii no Dareda. Don't, 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 don't. Oh, oh, okay. Anyway, uh, last but not least, <laughs> uh, we have our professor, PhD in psychonomics, uh, oh. Rafi Graffiti. I, th- I went for a Professor X move because. Oh. He has a PhD, to right? To me, my yeah, expert in a... mutantology. He, he has a yeah. PhD. He's, he's a professor. He must have mm. some. Mm-hmm. He must yeah. have something. What if that's the real thing? Like, he's a fraud. Like, he never really... <laughs> <laughs> he's just a dude, professor by people. Yeah. Dude, dude, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. He runs for mutants. It's, never seen an actual name, class. Yeah. His real name is Professor. Like, first name. Never seen a real his, class. He was <laughs> named <laughs> Professor. Like, his first name is Professor. Yeah. Well... We have He's been scamming the whole now. world. <laughs> to me, expectations my are high. Mm. I require must... a cheese pizza. Yeah, how do you feel? Like, how do you guys feel about like people with um, really good names, like real awesome names, and not living example? Once, once I met a guy named Balthazar Tatlonghare, which just translates oh, yeah. to Balthazar Three Kings. Hell yeah. And it's like, whoa, you're for real. I'm pretty sure that's an action movie in the 80s starring George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> three Kings, yeah. Balthazar, Three Kings. I, like, the coolest name I know is Kiki Wolfkill. <laughs> that's whoa. fucking awesome. Is that a real name? Oh, shit. Yeah, it's actually a celebrity. Oh, uh, shit. Okay. Kiki Wolfkill. And, I had to, uh, and to add to that, I had a classmate in grade school whose name was Tom Cruise. <laughs> is it like his first and second name like Tom yep. Cruz Gonzalez yeah it's, it was <laughs> Thomas oh, it was Thomas and Cruz but, but does when he, roll like, call happens yeah Tom Cruz Tom Cruz <laughs> does he do track during high school is he a track star you know oh you gotta yeah, run hmm? yeah you gotta you gotta keep running <laughs> you gotta do his own stunts yeah I'm doing it as hard as I can if you're watching the stream <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. I see it it's I really see convincing it. dude 
That's how he do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my sister, my sister knows someone who has a kid named Thundercat. Fuck you! Whoa. <laughs> it's Whoa. weird because he has a he he has a totally normal first name like George. Mm-hmm. George but Thundercat. His second name is Thundercat. George, like one word. George Damn. Thundercat. Gonzalez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Man. Thinking about it. Like there are some some really awesome names. Like, you know, like if like you know, like people naming their kids anime characters <laughs> and know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah Khaleesi. Oh. <laughs> People named their babies Khaleesi, and then the finale happened. Mm. Too late. Also, also, like, there's a lot of that, like, in Facebook, right? Mm. See, oh, happy birthday, Prince Noctis. Like, (laughs) that is actually the name is Prince. They included the name Prince. It it is a good name. Mm. Noctis is a good name. At least the game didn't turn out to be nothing like Game of Thrones. (laughs) 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 It turned out to be real nothing. Yeah, he's a Tekken too, yo. There you go. There you go. Yeah, but just think about just just having a real awesome name that's Mm. based on a really famous character or like Mm. public figure Mm. as some sort of like a... It gives you like an imaginary expectation or... um, You know... You know, we tend to forget, but we're friends with somebody named Ares. Oh! Oh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> and he's so fighting. Kind of lives up to his name, man. Yeah. Mm. Lives up to his name. I remember one time, one one randomest of times, one of my birthdays, I had them over. And they, they all went over to the house. And, like, uh, as the night went on, Ares just went up to me and said, Hey, Rafi, I want to arm wrestle you. And we just arm wrestled. And that was the first... And last time we ever did that, that was so <laughs> random. It popped oh, into my mind one real? time. Like, why did he? Why did he want to do that? <laughs> like, maybe his god of war possessed him to do that. And like right? for yes, the rest of the time you've known Ares, he's not been one to challenge people at arm wrestling, right? Yeah, like I, I thought this was like a regular Ares thing, like like a bit. Like he knew. <laughs> he's never pulled it out afterwards. Like why? <laughs> And I was gotta try sometime. I was watching for tricks too. Like I was inspecting his hand. Maybe there was a thumbtack on it, or Whoa. maybe he spat on it. Like he was trying to pull a fast one on your man's. But you know, <laughs> it was just a good clean arm wrestle, and then it was over. <laughs> what the fuck? I need to ask him why. Like that yeah. still confuses me to this yeah. day. You should. You should. <laughs> okay. Maybe that was the goal. Yeah, to confuse you. This. Mm. Yes, to confuse you three years later. Or maybe he thought you really like arm wrestling. That, you know what? This Typecast is it again. What? You know, no, this you is know, the this type of guy that I can only get close with by challenging him to an arm wrestling match. That's why I like him so much. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're friends. I think to this, this is the type day. of. I think, I think this is the type of guy who will bond with me physically. Mm. Like with physical he probably maybe. smokes too. <laughs> Oh, Maybe no. that's Harris's gimmick. He'll challenge someone to something. Yeah. That he thinks is like, oh, this guy looks like he's good at anime. I'll fight with him. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's an arm wrestler, probably. Mm-hmm. He'll try to beat no. you at your own game and then become yeah. friends. Establish yeah, dominance in your own game. <laughs> <laughs> Fair so, enough, Harris. Um, I guess let's go to our weeks. I actually Hell forgot yeah. to start the time. Bam. But you know what? It's already six minutes or something. It's fine. It's, it's so, yeah. It's it's less than ten. We're good. Yeah. 
So, uh, I guess I could go first because I really have that much to share that is kind of unique because I think this is one of the episodes where we have a lot of shared stuff uh, in our week. Oh, dude. Uh, Mostly Elden Ring. And like I said last episode, we're going to talk about this again. (laughs) And so far, we have a lot of, like, we did a lot of progress uh, during the, the last fortnight we've talked about this game. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this game still surprises me. Like it's already like a month old, and it's still Dude. like yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, dude, in agreement. Like, dude, oh, okay. <laughs> it was an agreement, dude. It was an agreement, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's an agreement, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I I did I did a lot of progress <laughs> with my character, but I'm not sure how how uh, you guys have progressed your uh, your your like playthrough uh during the game yeah uh, i know raffi like i know where raffi stopped <laughs> because of his last three which is mm-hmm. ridiculously like bonkers <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh this man what he did was he uh he finally defeated margit and yeah. then after that he went to the main entrance of stormvale uh, talk to the guy that offers you like a, an alternate route that is kind of easy but uh, takes a long while to get into. Mm-hmm. But you know, Ravi, what did you do? <laughs> hey, listen. If a guy comes up to me and says, "Oh, you should do this and not that," I will just outright defy him. You know, like that's, mm-hmm. it wouldn't. I wouldn't be me if I didn't defy him. That's chat's so- <laughs> in- entire experience with Rafi. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. I went like, right straight to the main gate. Saw there were archers in there, and you know what? Mm-hmm. They weren't very good archers because I could just like you know serpentine. They didn't do their job right. well. I went through that whole shebang, and I was like, it was actually pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> I I figured out the pattern for the archers. I I breezed by like some of the soldiers. I healed at the end of the first courtyard. They went up, went up. The dragon. The, the the kind of like the dra- the fire breathing cannon guys like kind of are falling asleep at their post they never really mm-hmm. were a threat yeah they never really so moved that yeah so I just jumped over them and like <laughs> one one part of the clip is like me going I I wonder what that does I'll never know idiot and then I slash the guy who's holding it <laughs> run run through all of that and then at the very end. Uh, there were some birds with some swords on their feet, and then there was also a giant. Yeah. And then, like, okay. And then I, I, I see the boss door, and I'm like, oh, whoops! <laughs> <laughs> I made it Dude, out here. <laughs> you made it from Margit to the next boss door in like two minutes, and touched <laughs> the only grace you touched was the grace in front of the next boss. Yeah. <laughs> You missed crazy. like three, four other graces you could have touched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You went for the one that mattered. Yep. And then I turned to the camera and said, I make it look easy, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> I make this shit look good. Like we, like most of us explored like Castle Stormvale for like three or two hours before we go. Yeah, dude. I, I explored it for like two fucking days. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you a secret. I went back to explore that other path. Oh, it okay. was way harder than main gate. <laughs> way harder. It's, it's the whole you go through a cliff, 
There's a yeah, yeah. it's a whole level. There's a cliff. There's like a if if you if you fight the guys wrong, they push you over. There's yeah, so dude. much. And then they lock you in a room. <laughs> like it's guy. an actual Dark Souls game. Yeah. yeah. And then like there's yes. a spider, like a big like big spider guy, and I'm like, yeah, I know why I went the other way. I sensed it. There is like a spider in here. <laughs> Like, yeah, you got I, the Raffi Tingle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Raffi, the Raffi Tingle, the Raffi Tingle made yeah, me just tingle. do it. Honestly, it was really way easier through main gate. If I'm being honest, I I went back to Stormvale. Still, I'm still not through. Like it's so <laughs> the stupid birds with the swords, and then they throw like yeah, barrels those of, are of fire at you. I hate that. <laughs> I hate yeah. those motherfuckers. They go like, like ah, and then they they point their swords at you and rush you. I hate them. Yeah, I'm so glad. I'm so glad you at least met uh, Sword Legs McBird like during your run. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm. yeah, there, at least one. <laughs> there was like, there's a whole uh, courtyard at the top of the castle area where there are a bunch of birds like throwing shit at you, throwing flaming barrels, and I get to the end and there's like a little dead end. And I go to the dead end, and like another bird was lying in wait. <laughs> like, what were you doing oh, yeah, yeah. there, you know? Like, it's waiting right. for you to get the bird ambush. What the fuck? Waiting for you to get the item. <laughs> so it, yeah. The most, I think, the most incredible part though of Rafi's entire stream after that. I mean, that was already amazing. But as soon as he defeats the Lord of the Castle. <laughs> He fucking speed runs the entire lake area and somehow yeah, that was uh, like like uh he got stuck first at the gates of Hogwarts, right? You need a key. You need a key. And this man didn't even fight the dragon that was protecting the key. He Bilbo baggins the fuck out of this dragon. He like snuck behind it, grabbed the key, and peaced out. He's, I'm like the dragon was nice. He just left. Him. <laughs> he didn't even look at me. Like, yeah, dude. Like, dude, he, I haven't he, figured that puzzle yet. Like, when I saw the map, I'm like, what the fuck? Where the fuck is this? And then mm. I didn't bother going back to that uh, to that problem. I, I'm gonna go to Kaelid. I don't. I don't want to waste time here. <laughs> and he just fucking solved it in like what minutes? Like he spent. Like he he speed ran like uh, the lake in like minutes. And then when he went to Hogwarts. He speed ran the thing again until to the like got <laughs> the to the boss. red wolf boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. like 13. the graveyard. I can't even remember what the graveyard section looks like because it was too fast. Like he he finished it over a minute. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually that's perfect because you were afraid of getting spoiled, but with the speed yeah, that Rafi's going, you didn't get spoiled. See something for I was, everyone. I was. It was also Rafi's. funny. <laughs> Because like the thing I remembered when he was in the graveyard, he was just running around dodging these zombies, and then yeah. he saw the one of the uh, what's that like a, a, a platform spear, that's yeah. going up, yeah, 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 like the water thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. just like in like through sheer instinct, he just went up, and that's the <laughs> correct way to progress through the through the mm-hmm. school. Like, what the fuck? Hey, How did you know where I to had go? to? <laughs> I had to, like, make up the time since I spent, like, 11 hours on just the Three Sentinel, okay? So, (laughs) it all evens out. (laughs) That's super true. That's super duper true. But, But man, it's been a blast seeing Rafi, Unga, and Bunga through this because I think uh, my number one takeaway from Rafi's stream is Mm -hmm. 
uh, like makes this game even more amazing because I didn't realize that it, uh, I did, like I know that you can play this game however you want, but I didn't yeah. know you could play this game however you want to that extent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's too ridiculous, right? <laughs> what? Even but, yeah, like I was it. surprised too. Like yeah. oh, okay, yeah, I guess that works. Mm-hmm. And hey, then, hey, Elden Ring. Stop like me. I was, oh, <laughs> like I was already kind of they, cheating my way uh, past some of the monsters or enemies in the game, but I, mm. like, I guess I'm not uh, cheating t- uh, that far. As, <laughs> you, as how you're not cheating hard enough. Cheating. Yeah, I'm yeah. not cheating hard enough. I, I one of the like, one of the things that also adds to this mm. is that Rafi has not put into vigor, like. Like no. he hasn't put into HP Dude. at all. Like <laughs> eleven he, vigor. Like like he opened up his stat screen, and what faced us was forty dexterity, and we're like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> He's a very uh, nimble person. And a very nimble boy. That's how he gets Man. through places so fast. Yep. The card tricks. <laughs> they they can't take advantage of my low life if I kill them first. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> They can't hit you That's if they're so dead. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's my whole methodology. No, I actually like after uh, uh in between the previous stream and this this current one, I actually did a lot of like exploring and leveling up and actually experiencing the game proper. So that's yeah, why I, I reached up to to actual dexterity. Uh dexterity at forty. I saw I killed like a lion man. He was this big yeah. a Johnny a looking motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was like it was the like that guy had so much damage, but also took damage like a motherfucker. So, like, it'd be like a contest between both of us, like, who, who can kill each other first with our really powerful swords. <laughs> yeah. It was like it was like Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar just stiffing each other and seeing <laughs> who wins. That was cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, I killed, like, a, a guy with a frost sword. Uh... I killed a bunch. Of, I killed the dragon, the dragon in the the lake, uh, oh, cool. the, the flying dragon Varheel guy. Uh, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. nothing. Uh, so I, I had a whole hit list before I went back to market. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. one of the funniest things, and something I have never seen before, when Rafi sat down at his grace, there was an option that said. <laughs> Go to round table hold, meaning this yeah. man has never been to round table <laughs> hold. Round what table. the fuck? There was, a, there was a lady that appeared that was like, Do you want to go to our castle full of nerds? And I'm like, No, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, immediate. Like, I just denied. denied. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what's in there. Bunch of nerds, <laughs> you'll never know. Right? Their... Oh, okay, um, there's that, at least one to... big nerd in there, okay, yeah. <laughs> well, that reads books. Elden mm-hmm. Ring good. Elden Ring good because it allows you to do this. <laughs> yep, yeah. super good. Emergent like gameplay. Yeah, doesn't really hold hands that much. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. If if not at all, like I think one of the my favorite moments right now uh, during my progress that I've I've met and encountered a mimic boss. Mm. So, uh, <gasps> but the thing is, I. But but I already knew what it would do, because you know Twitter's a thing, and you'll get mm. spoiled a bit on some of the mechanics. Mm. But yeah, there's a mimic boss, 
uh, that I already know what, what's gonna do it, which is to copy me. And uh, I think Aries is also like Aries is also watching this and and, and Migoy. Mm. And then I think Aries is they keeps hinting at it to me that oh you're gonna you gotta you gotta fight someone strong and then hmm. And then when that happens, when I saw like like a big arena, I was like, Oh, I think I know what's gonna happen. So I like dressed down, I I, I removed all of my equipment and my weapon and then proceeded mm. to the boss. And then the mimic uh boss happened. And what happened was he showed up naked. <laughs> oh because he copied me. Smart. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Sh- so so he showed up naked and I like hurriedly like equip all of my equipment or all like all of my gear. Mm. So I'm like fighting like an an inferior version of myself and mm. this really big Chad man. And yeah, it, like around four hits he's dead. <laughs> wow. So, that's how you defeated that thing? Crazy. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can get really creative with a lot of, with a lot of mm-hmm. shit in this game. Mm. So that's something. But yeah, Elden Ring good. So far, just a lot of things that I'm still like trying to to like accomplish in the game, but at the same time there's a lot of weird um weird moments that will just like stop you oh, yeah. and make you say what happened? <laughs> yep. Like there's there's this one time where uh I went into one area and then there's a dragon suddenly. And then mm-hmm. of course it like pits you in the boss fight. It shows you the life bar and then after fighting him for like 10 minutes, like he just disappears and then he never went back. I don't know what happened. Oh what? I, yeah, <laughs> he just like bounces. I, he just bounced what like the hell? I think at middle health he just bounced and then after that mm-hmm. He never came back. Like even if I um, reload to the same grace or or to a nearby grace, I tried to yeah. like um, uh, make him come back. <laughs> he didn't mm. come back anymore. So I'm not sure. Did I just um, skip a boss that's important or nice. something? So second I, I'm not phase sure was what's cowardice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I don't know. The second phase was to run away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This was the dragon near uh, Rani's tower, Emil. If you, mm. you know. Oh, I haven't fought that thing yet. Yeah. So after the Loretta fight, you just go out on yeah. the arena, and then if you go no, left, I was avoiding him. Oh, no, I was okay. avoiding him because I was afraid he would damage my waifu. No. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, this that's that's something. So, but yeah, that's, that's usually my Elden Week. Hey, Elden Week. Elden, Elden Ring. Week. Your Elden Week. My Elden Week. <laughs> In, in Elden Ring. My Elden Week. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I did was uh, watch more F1 Drive to Survive. Have you guys been Baby. watching it? Oh, oh you I guys haven't been. I've been so busy. Oh. Okay. I've been so, watching a little bit. And then we fell off because new Space Force arrived. But yeah. Um, oh. Like F1 Drive. I, I don't know if I've said it here before that, that F1 Drive to Survive is really good. <laughs> Have we, yeah, have we yeah, talked about F1 Drive here before? We yeah, did we yesterday. So I, like, I was, this I makes was for the most it, part. Okay. But then I got surprised that, wait a minute, how did Emil know Fernando Alonso? And then he revealed <laughs> it. Oh, he actually watched it. So that's mm. fun. But yeah, like how how like how like far have you gotten, Rafi? Um, um, right now, it? it's, I think, 
the it's the saga of the most unluckiest man in Formula One. <laughs> Roman Roman Grosjean, <laughs> who oh, just God. always gets into wrecks and is like always in his head now, and like yeah. it shows him being like so PTSD of all the wrecks that he's ever been in. <laughs> like the yeah. second like. Like another car, like even gets close to him, he just drives off the track, and, oh, no. and he just he, he just like uh, uh, he's just it's just in his head, like totally in his head, and he complains. That's so like, oh, did you see that? He tried to run me over the like off the oh, track. Oh no, <laughs> he's just paranoid at this point. Yeah, because the Rex he's been in is like crazy, like triple flipping bullshit, like. Like mul- yeah. multiple cars that that wreck and like uh, that I imagine that does do damage on your psyche. And oh yeah, yeah. I, I just sure. feel for the guy and I'm like, I want this man to have a win. <laughs> I want hmm. this. I want this man to have a win and hopefully he does at one point. <laughs> oh, so yeah, because I <clears throat> I, I finished the latest season mm. and uh, he did got a win, but at the same time, okay. In in a way that will surprise you, but mm. yeah, Roman is R- Roman is really probably the unluckiest guy. In the, Did everyone in retire and it was just him because he was just like driving so safely? <laughs> oh god, I don't know. <laughs> He's the only one guy. But yeah, there's uh, there's also stuff that happened where uh, there's a new Japanese F1 racer in season four. <gasps> Yeah, oh. he was such a like he he was such a foul mouth in in the season. Like he was, like he was shouting at his engineer uh, during during practice and qualifying. Mm. So it's it's really funny. Um, and then yeah, there's um, I think season three and season four they focus a lot on uh, Mercedes and Ferrari and Red Bull. Mm. Uh, since in season one we didn't get to. Um, to actually see them or see their side. Hmm. Um, the reason is, I, I just found out that they really didn't believe that much on Drive to Survive in the first season. Mm-hmm. And they're already such big names that I think they really don't need that much uh, exposure during that mm-hmm. season. So it's it's sort of also good because at least you get to um, know most of the, like, know the other teams, you know. Mm. Like the ones that aren't Ferrari or yeah. Mercedes. There is definitely some like um, popularity contest and like some favoritism like even within yeah. the team. Like there is like um, I remember like uh, during one time uh, I think in the episode called King of Spain wherein it's Carlos uh, yeah. Sainz, Sainz and he's and clearly Alonso. the favorite of the two uh, uh, Haas drivers. Or is, uh, is, he's Renault yet yeah. Renault, Renault, or... Renault drivers, yeah. because like a Renault car gets into a wreck, and then they 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 show the the pit crew like being worried of like, oh my god, that was Carlos, that was Sainz, was that Sainz? And they were all <laughs> worried and very tense, and then <laughs> and then they zoom in on the they zoom in on the car and they say, oh, it's just Hulkenberg, go Sainz, go Sainz, and then Sainz like blows past, he's still running, like it's just Hulkenberg. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, man, poor Hulkenberg getting dunked on. Like, it's fine if he gets wrecked, just not our golden boy signs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, that, that's funny. That's yes, speaking hilarious. of Hulkenberg, he's back actually. Yeah, like, on, on the new season, on, 
on the late, latest like season this 2022 mm. like i think um during Bahrain this is this is not in drive to survive like this is actual okay. um actual this is in the actual sports <laughs> f1. Uh, okay. f1 season good surprise mm. i i got into f1 too much i subscribed oh in their God. fucking site oh man by accident uh, how do you mm, how do you, mm, you know, no no so so what happened there's was a flare, there's a flag I, on the play here I, I, I checked the site and they say that uh, uh sign into our like f1 tv for for live coverage mm-hmm. of uh of the upcoming grand prix uh, events so mm-hmm. i thought this is how i'll be able to watch the actual race mm-hmm. so fair enough right mm-hmm. so i signed so i signed up like Three bucks. You know what? Three bucks. It's nothing. I I, I just want to test it out or try it out for a month. Mm-hmm. And then I'll just re- uh, like unsubscribe. So I got in. And what mm-hmm. they have was <laughs> they don't do live streaming in their service. So what happened was after one day, like for example, in, in practice, like practice mm-hmm. day, they will show you highlights. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Oh, no. And then I think um, the the only difference if you paid for their service uh, compared to their YouTube channel is that there's more mm-hmm. footage of the practice highlights of the qualifying highlights. It's it, it's more meteor, mm. but it's not a it's 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 not a live stream. So I see. Uh, I got disappointed, <clears throat> like obviously. So I automatically unsubscribed. So I still got <laughs> one month of actually using it, which is okay because. Um, also, one thing that the only thing that I like about that service is that um, the race day footage they have, they summarize it into thirty-minute chunks. So you get like a like a, a summarized version of the race because it's fifty-eight laps, so it's yeah probably gonna take two hours of like watching an F one race. At least yeah. thirty minutes to get you, you like you get to know like the gist of it. So that's that's fine. Mm. That's actually good. And that's the good thing about it. That that's the only good thing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so back to what I learned. Um, I think Sebastian Vettel con- uh, contracted COVID. Uh, yeah, yeah. This 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 Bahrain Grand Prix. So they got Hulkenberg in the in his mm-hmm. place. So that's why the Hulk is back. The Hulk. He's hulking out yeah, again. Yeah, Hulk's back. He's hulking out. Uh, but it's yeah, it's just Hulkenberg. It's just Hulkenberg. God, Carlos Sainz though, he's a <laughs> he's a hero. He's in Ferrari now. Spoilers, mm, really? <laughs> Spoilers no spoiling, in a bro. sports game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he's in Ferrari now with uh, who's that gotcha. uh, other young dude? I forgot. Uh, mm, Charles yeah, uh, Charles Leclerc. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah, doing yeah. Ferrari now. The sun, really good. Yeah. The sun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, that's mostly my week. Uh, other nice. than that, I did also try the F1 game, but I won't bore you guys with it. The F1 game? I have an F1 game. Wait, why is it boring? Because it's more F1. And you guys <laughs> watch most, like, a lot of it. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I need to catch up. I need to catch up. Pretty, I'm into it. I know. It's just I that know. I was so busy. Fuck. But yeah. I really got into F1. Right. Like I'm not mm. sure if it's bad or it's good because at least now I have something to like follow, like a sport mm. to follow. Sick. Because it's been a while. It's been a while since I've followed any sport. Mm. 
Well, except for the NBA. But, mm. you know, NBA kind of, I don't know, boring. Or, it's right. It exists. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it exists. <laughs> That's it. It's no, so, yeah. it's no, like, the golden era of Detroit where you can hit people. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's but my yeah uh, I've been liking F1 as well. Like, but I think mm-hmm. the ideal way to consume it is through di- Drive to Survive or like snippets yeah. where people summarize it. Because like everything watching, is condensed. Yeah, like because... I, the way I pitched it also to Denise. That's why we ended up liking it. Is that it is kind of like boxing twenty four seven, like uh, HBO twenty four seven, where they uh, show yeah. you like the stakes and the Story. human drama of the yeah. racing. You know how like boxing is like kind of really boring to watch. Oh, uh, yeah. The fighters, like, yeah. you have this whole build-up of, there's like... there's a lot of commercials. Mm, that one, too. The commercials really, like, bug me. I, I feel the same way of, like, F1. Watching F1 in real time without, like, all the context. You're just like, oh, they went around again. <laughs> <laughs> mm. like, no, but the, but the thing mm. is, if... if uh, well, this is just my experience. Like, watching F1, mm. because most of the like view that you get when watching an F1 broadcast is um, on top of the car. Mm-hmm. So you, you sort of get like a video game view of it. So oh, going into the track looks like you're also driving it. So that's kind of like a neat thing also to watch because oh you get mm-hmm. to memorize you get to memorize the the, the track mm-hmm. layout. And you, you know oh that this guy's boxing. gonna get fucked up. <laughs> How would you face cam for yeah, boxing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should it's have really like a body though. cam for for boxing. It's right here, and you see like maybe like here in the video game, <laughs> or, or maybe a drone that just hovers <laughs> over his back. <laughs> a third person camera drone. Yeah, third person God of War camera. That'd be sick though. Make it happen, boxing. This is how this is how yeah, you'll get us show all time. back. <laughs> first person, it gets hit, and you're like, oh, cool. <laughs> I want like the first person you. view of the cut man. Yeah. It's like in knock in fight night. <laughs> I want a life like bar. Pressing up the, <laughs> the thing. a life I bar. Want, oh, that I, would be I nice. want a life bar and like and a stamina I, bar. I want it to show like the like like in the Tekken practice mode. I want to show the inputs on the bar. <laughs> oh God! You'll know if it's high or low. Oh yeah. God! Alright. <laughs> so who's gonna uh, go in the weeks? Uh, um, I've had a very, very short week actually, and I'm probably right. just going to talk a little bit more about Elden Ring because yeah. that's all I did this week. Um, yeah. all I did this week was actually Elden Ring mm-hmm. and work. It was, <laughs> it was a very, very rough week at work, and um, what do you call it? I haven't had a lot of time to play other games, so whenever I got home, all I could think about was playing Elden Ring. When I was when I was at work, I was thinking about, mm, I haven't explored this area. Mm, uh, I haven't gone there. What would happen if I did this? What would happen if I did that? Um, um, am I using the best weapons for, for my build right now? Dude, it's been quite some time since a game has done this to me where 24-7, when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking of it. As in... Just a while ago, while I was driving, uh, um, I was taking Donna somewhere. And like, mm-hmm. after I dropped her off, I was going back home. And I saw a church steeple in the distance. <laughs> and my and my brain got excited for... A, a, okay. a, my brain got excited. It said, oh, there's a sacred tear over there. I get to make my flasks more powerful. That's what my brain said oh, no. while I was driving. And I was like, 
this is stupid. El- mm. <laughs> Elden mm. Ring has has just taken over my brain. When I saw Don't that church steeple, when, dude, when I when I saw that church steeple, the endorphins just happened. Mm. And I was just like really happy to see it. And I was like, why am I happy to see that church steeple? That's stupid. <laughs> did, you pl- did you press L3 on your car and your car vanished as you jumped off to go to the church? <laughs> dude! Oh, it might as well have, right? I wish, I, dude, I wish my car could double jump. Fuck! Dude, you don't have any problems with parking if that happens? That's oh my perfect, God, man. The perfect Elon car. must get on this. Dude, Ooh, that uh, tempest, baby. Get on magic, <laughs> Elon Musk. Just make magic. <laughs> Just whistle and it's there. Yeah. Dude, that's, give that's us, the ignition key. <laughs> give us the new Tesla torrent. Let's go. <laughs> right? The Tesla torrent. Tesla Come on. Torrent. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, like, uh, all I've had is Elden Ring on the brain. So, um, uh, I'm not sure, like, like watching Rafi, I've realized how open, open this game is. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want in wh- whatever order you want. There are just certain requirements to reach certain places. And, for example, like, I, I finished um, Carry a Manor, which upon mm-hmm. finishing it, I realized was completely optional. Like yeah. I, I also realized I, that, <laughs> dude. Um, after killing the final boss there, I was like, "Ooh, she seemed really important." Then I went back to the round table hold. None of them gave a fuck. They were yeah. like, "Who? Oh, who'd you kill?" It, it was just Hul- Hulkenberg. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> it's just Hulkenberg. Loretta is the Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> dude, I was so excited to have beat her. I wanted to check if anyone at Roundtable Hold would tell me anything or like progress the story in some way. And none of them just gave a fuck. It's just like, who? Who'd you kill? And it's like, <laughs> that, that part just got me of like, I didn't even have to do this. I didn't even have to go here. And which is actually a good thing for you, Rafi, because yeah. that, that house is not for you. That house is not for you. This yeah. game may not have spiders, mm-hmm. but this is probably the next worst thing to spiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This house, this, the ground this floor of this house is full of hands that behave like spiders. Yeah. Imagine two hands sticking like, yeah. Like, oh, don't, yeah, yeah, don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't. Oh, 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 that's scary. Like, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it even freaked me out. Like, it even freaked me out when I, like, Dude, um, encountered them, and uh-huh. uh, that's they're so annoying. And like, even their moves are annoying. And Dude, if these hands before, made us feel uncomfortable, yep, yeah, hey, you going go there, um, we're we're scared for you. If if ever you end up at Carrier Manor, bring a mm, friend, grab a friend, bring, bring a friend, <laughs> just, have your wife on. play, do something, or move on, but. Like the one comfort I can tell you is that hands manner is optional. Hands manner also, is completely there's, there's optional. Thank God. Thing that I hate about those hands is that they also like occasionally bury themselves to trap you and surprise you. Yeah, yeah. it's so I mean, it's, 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 it's so mean. <laughs> just like yeah. a spider, like, just like a spider, right? Like and imagine like, like I'm doing this on the stream, by the way. So you, uh, audio listeners, uh, sorry. But Fuck off. It's, the floor. it's the floor, and then the enemy is just here, and then there's like uh-huh. a oh, hint of yeah. fingernails. Oh, 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 no. the tops of the fingers look like little stones. Dude, like a mouse trap. Oh, so if you come, no. they're just like 
catch you. He will grab you. Dude, it took me forever to realize that there were fingernails poking out of the ground. Like, yeah, it took me forever to realize that. I was like, what? How are they they getting me? They come in various sizes, too. Mm -hmm. They're small, medium, big, and big, big. Small, big, and big, big. Yeah. Yeah. What do you call it? This game has just been consistently blowing my mind. Like, there's just so much to do. And one of the amazing things that happened to me is, like, I opened one of those chests that transport you somewhere. And it transported me all the way to the top of the map. Mm Yeah. And I just realized how big the map is. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Limgrave isn't even fucking 5% of this game. And like it's also, fucking... It's also crazy because the top of the map ain't even the final area. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's just 10% of progress. And, and the crazy part is there's an underside of the map. There's an underground area that you can go to yeah. that's a separate map. Yeah, the, the, same, the same size of the world map. That's so and the underground. And it tells you what part of the world you're in relative to the above and below. So you can click R3 on the map to switch between underground and not underground. And that's just yep. blowing my mind. I'm like, I have to explore the, the bottom of this world too. Yeah. I, think, <sighs> I think that's one of the most like beautiful things that happen uh, when you first go into the bottom of, uh, of the map. Like, mm. Most players uh, discovered the bottom part of the map through the Siofra River Wells, Bayon, mm-hmm. or Siofra mm-hmm. River. And yeah. I don't know if you want to be spoiler happy, but I think you already saw our playthrough with it. But when we first encountered it, we didn't expect a night <laughs> inside. Dude, the, inside what do you call the it? Basement. Commuted. Just, it's really, just imagine. Really what do you call it? It's it's actually very Undertale, right? Because 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 that that's the whole thing that Undertale was trying to explain that like uh, the rocks in the ceiling of the cavern are sparkly, so it looks like a night sky. So that's that's all I thought of. Like I yeah, I only thought of Undertale while I was seeing that. That was super duper amazing. And I think the one thing I want to praise this game for is whenever you first show up to an area. It's like they have deliberately designed their vistas to look like concept art. But oh, yeah. concept art you can go to. That's one of the most amazing parts for me in this game. If you can see it, you can probably go there. If it's yep. interesting looking, it, you can probably go there. And they've deliberately designed your entrances and the way you approach these areas so that yeah. when you see it, you see almost everything of interest that you can go to. Right, Rafi? Right when you killed Godric, right? And got out of the castle, you saw Liurnia of the Lakes for the first time. And it was this giant sprawling lake forest below, Hogwarts in the distance, mm-hmm. some, some fucking mountains on the left and the right side. Mm-hmm. And it looks like fucking concept art, right? Yeah. Isn't that uh, crazy? Mm, that, that was the same experience like with Lim, Limgrave. Yeah, right? like when you first open up Limgrave, and you're like, "Oh, look at this wide open area." Mm-hmm. But I think my my the thing that popped my cherry for that was actually Oblivion. Like it was Oblivion. Just, 
Mm, like it was like it was my first experience like um fighting out of a dungeon and like having this limited ah, like, yeah. melee attacks and all that stuff fighting a rat it mm-hmm. felt like <laughs> it wasn't like uh the best kind of experience when i was first playing it because that's the intro level like you're just in the dungeon fighting a rat and then when you climb out the the game just immediately tells you you can go just anywhere and then you, you like literally all of oblivion can be explored If it's off in the distance, you can go there. If, if there's a mountain, you can go to that mountain. At first, I was like challenging it. Like, really? This this mountain right here? I can't so I possibly go, go there. Yeah, go climb it. That's got to like, be part of oh the skybox, right? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, like, come to think of it, now that you mentioned fucking Oblivion, like, mm-hmm. this is inspiring the same feelings in me as Skyrim when yeah. I first played it. Yep. And the hours and upon hours of, like, shit I threw at it because of... The open worldness of it all, and yeah. it's like my favorite part probably about this open world though is that everything feels deliberately authored. Uh, yeah. How hmm. how do I explain that? Um, basically, for most open world games, it's usually point of interest, point of interest, point of interest, with a lot of empty in between, right? And uh, Elden Ring has those empty spots, mm-hmm. but the empty spots don't feel like empty spots. They feel a, like a deliberate part of the world in the geometry. Like as if this was a world. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this this bandit camp is here. Why? And it's probably part of the story. There's a destroyed church here. Mm-hmm. Why? It's probably part of the story. And you, you do get these copy-pasted portions of it. Like for example, the catacombs are all asset Uh, swaps, yeah. um, all of the, what do you call it? All of the caves are asset swaps. Uh, oh, all of the mini dungeons basically are asset swaps. Mines. All of the mines, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are all asset swaps and shit like that. But like for me, it's been feeling like I've never felt this about copied assets before. Like the way they use copied assets has felt thoughtful. You know what I mean? And I think that's my favorite part about this game. Um, even if you're going to copy an asset, uh, it's felt thoughtful. Like, for example, my first time in an area, um, I was fighting a bunch of barbarians who were clearly palette swap versions of the people upstairs who are actual living people. But down here, they were spirits. And for some reason, it made sense to me. Like, like uh, these are the ghosts of the previous barbarians or something like that. And I started telling a story in my head. And, mm. like, I think that's why I've been enjoying this game so much. Because just looking at the environment kind of tells a story for me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think um, just watching Rafi do it, the entire opposite way that I've been doing it, just makes me like the game even more. Because you can run past all of this and you'll still have a blast. So I think that's that's the great part about Elden Ring. No matter who you are, there's a little bit of something for everyone. Even if you're Raffy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, no. that's, that's part of this game. That's, if you watch somebody, it always surprises you because it's it's, it's always a different time, story. Yeah, yeah, it's a you different put, like, approach. It's a different. Yourself and your playstyle in there. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. allows you to do that. I, I yeah. know that about games. Yeah. Super duper great. Um, I'm. I, I feel like I'm gonna have Elden Ring on the brain for a very very long time. Uh, that's all I've been playing. Like I, I've missed Genshin Impact dailies because of this, 
and that hasn't happened in a really long while. Um, what do you call it? Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh on the side, but only enough to like satiate my Yu-Gi-Oh-ness. But Elden Ring has completely taken over. Um, uh, the only other thing that happened this week for me uh, is actually me and Donna going out earlier today and witnessing the world um, um, slowly going back to normal. We're we're are we at alert level one? Are we at alert level yeah. one? Been yeah. yeah. So we we decided to go out, and um, interestingly, uh, there was a BGC Art Mart near yeah. our oh. place, and oh. uh, that's like okay. uh, those those art marts where a bunch of artists get together and start selling their wares and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And Don and I were just whack, uh, walking around, uh, checking it out, and we're like, "Hmm, nature is healing. The artists have come to graze." back in 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 the bgc and it's yeah. amazing like i'm i'm just worried that this is a false sense of security do you think like i really hope the covid is dying down i really hope I because hope so. i'm i'm super tired of being stuck inside yeah i'm, mm-hmm. I'm still at the boat where not yet not yet <laughs> let's not, yeah let's not risk it i mean it but yeah it doesn't like it doesn't hurt to be more cautious, but at the same time, yeah, uh, uh, it's we're closer to being normal than we've ever nah. been in a few years, <laughs> yeah. right? Yep. This yep. Is two years. And I it's think, been two years. Yeah, and like it's been like almost like three weeks of this. Like you've mm-hmm. been going out, been trying to experience a little bit more of the world that was lost to us. Um, mm-hmm. And that being said, like with more people returning to normal. The, the cases haven't spiked up. So, I mean... So yeah, here's the hoping, is, right? There's comfort yeah. in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you call it? So, uh, for the first time in a long while, Donna and I were just able to walk around, look at art stuff, uh, look at uh, the artists selling their wares. It felt like weirdly novel. I was like, oh, oh, oh. People selling their wares in the public with other people walking around. How novel is this? We have not experienced this in like two plus years. That's crazy. And um, I think it just did a lot of good for the mental health. So uh, if you're vaccinated, if 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 uh, you're, you're taking care of yourself, just make sure you socially distance. Still wear your mask. Uh, still be safe. But if you can, maybe try to look outside now. Try. Try to look outside. <laughs> That's been my week, boys. That's all. Mm-hmm. Run back in when you see someone cough. Oh, God. It's so paranoia-inducing. Like, you just hear one person sneeze or cough, and we just start walking yeah. faster. You don't even say bless you. You just look at him. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> what the hell? That's my week, baby. Like it, right. it's so awkward to even just clear your throat out in public, dude. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. felt that too. <laughs> I, I have I developed this like mm. resistance to coughing and sneezing in public. Yeah. When I feel one coming on, I'm like, no, don't do it, don't do it. You don't want society to shun you. Don't do it. <laughs> now, mine is also worse because if I if I manage to cough out of just you know getting choked in water or something like. Do I have right. it? Mm, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I have it? <laughs> no, uh, That's the worst sh- part, though. Super short COVID story. I was at work. What do you call it? Um, 
Uh, one of my workmates told me a story where he got a COVID scare and it was so stupid because he he ordered a bunch of pancit canton from 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 <laughs> wow, from the store behind us, okay. right? Okay. There's a little store behind us that sells pancit canton, and he orders it, and he starts eating, and he yeah. can't taste anything. Oh, and he starts oh, freaking shit. out. He starts freaking out. It's oh, like, shit, do I have it? Shit, do I have it? And then like two minutes later, the store owner comes out and says like, ah, shit, sorry, I forgot to put in the flavor packets. <laughs> oh my God. And he's eaten half of it. And he's eaten half of it. No, right? that's, that's a fucking prank. Like, uh, uh, that was an engineered COVID scare. <laughs> It's the worst. Or it's absolute worst. Week for his YouTube channel. A genius product <laughs> recipe. Dude, that's the how noodles. the store convinces It'll people to nothing. stay at home. Yeah, <laughs> doing their part, doing their part. It's a ploy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not all heroes wear capes. Gotta scare them <laughs> into submission. Some make tasteless noodles. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Is right. that is that the most low effort? Like way you can save someone's life, <laughs> like yeah, giving them shitty food. them to self quarantine by not putting in the flavor packets. Yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, what is don't it, like seven pesos worth? <laughs> some heroes life? don't flavor your noodles. Yeah. Uh, here's here's some sprite, but it's just carbonated water. <laughs> Let them freak out. <laughs> yeah, dude. And taste the sprite. Oh What's boy. <laughs> so, uh, Miggy, you wanna you take the ball and? All right. Yeah, um, so I've yeah, not a lot has happened, but there is that new Yu-Gi-Oh dual festival happening, and yes, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. I like so, it. I like um, that event. Yeah, uh, the second um, festival has begun, which is the normal rare only festival. I'm so glad. Rarity fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it. Normal and rare festival sounds way better than NNR festival. <laughs> oh yeah, and mm-hmm. NR rarity festival. Yeah, like NR rarity festival. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so essentially, it's a commons uncommons only format mm. where you can't bring your super rares and no ultra rares. And boy, this it feels like we're playing anime duels over here. Mm, you got like yeah. you still have your some some generic staples in there, you know, like your mystical space typhoon non-descript removal and whatnot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then you see all these weird archetypes you know like that you've sure never seen before like, yeah for sure there's still like your top three like highest win rate meta decks in in this format mm-hmm. but they're not invincible you can have a nice honest fight with them and sure it's it's a slower format like averaging seven to god forbid 70 turns jesus christ sometimes. <laughs> 70 turns <laughs> but boy this is like the most honest Yu-Gi-Oh that i've played in a while what do you call it like when i yeah. played it i was like i actually get to play isn't that crazy like you get the, to play you get to survive turn two <laughs> the decks i'm fighting aren't sometimes. stopping me from playing because all of the Damn. cards that stop me from playing are either super rare or ultra rare so all the girl all the ghost girls are super dude, rare. yeah so, so this format is amazing no awesome in this in this format. Yeah. yeah dude no ash blossom no maxis no fucking um 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 what do you call it appaloozas no true king calamities no 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 skill drain no no disco ball Oh god. Uh, yeah, no it's Herald just been Nikesh. so nice. 
Yeah, like um, it is. It's it's so satisfying to just activate a card and like I know you don't got no Ash Blossom. Mm-hmm. There's no negates here, so just free to go to do your little combo. Like, there's a lot of interaction still, which is I think how it's the game is supposed to be played, mm. right? Um, and there are like a lot of hard to deal with cards, like the Time Lords being immune to destruction and battle, and destroy being your primary form of removal for the most part. But then again, there's still like exile banish effects. There's bounce to your hand type mm-hmm. of deals. There's still non-targeted removal in this in this you know popper format that exists. And man, like I, like I said, there's just so many fucking archetypes out there that I've never seen. <laughs> um, the rewards max points is lowered this time. Instead of thirty k, it's like twenty k, mm-hmm. and you get all the premium currency at like 10k yeah which is not that hard to get because the the um the win rates are still mm-hmm. 500 medals per win 50 for loss again so that's still there um but yeah like even with the i mean wh- when i say like there's still meta decks there's a lot of them out there but i'm not running into them as often as say like playing in like regular ranked Mm-hmm. where those three are the only primary archetypes and, and the occasional one uh, one one to two spicy decks out of ten right? and it's super nice that even if you do run into a meta deck you still stand a chance yeah you still stand a chance and mm-hmm. the fact that they're played so commonly you learn them real fast mm-hmm. like you know, megalith being one of the the more problematic ones um you get to know at least the two key pieces to stop right mm. And then it's it's just extra satisfying when it's clear that they net decked it. Okay. Because they don't understand what happened when you stop the combo or something. Mm. And then they start to proceed to do mistakes like trying to target your untargetable creature or, you know, trying to destroy the thing that has immunity to destruction. And like, ah, you don't know my deck, but I know yours. <laughs> And it's just been an, uh, an exciting thing. Like I'm, I'm bummed that I, I've claimed all the rewards because I just want to play more. But since there's no real return, and some of those games are very long, like it, it becomes dirty sometimes just because both players can run out of answers and you mm-hmm. just top decking for your life. So that yeah, I wish, happen, but... I wish there was like, I wish they did something similar to. Uh... Rainbow Six uh, Battle Pass, where even if you got to the end of the event rewards, you can still get rewards after uh, like yeah three hundred or fifty more gems, or I mean medals or something, just to keep the rewards just going. Like, just even just a single legacy pack after every five games or something. Honestly, yeah, that, yeah, that seems fair. Then. Even if it yeah. sucks, any prize would be better than nothing, right? And just a dead end yeah. of rewards. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty exactly. much. Um, um, it is also nice how when you make private like dual rooms for friends, mm. you can now select the normal rare as a format instead of yeah. the standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So hopefully this oh. opens up to maybe a, just a straight up mode where you can play with randos instead of. I just also friends. hope that stays uh, after the. Yeah, uh, I kind of want it to stay. Did the XC's festival rule set stay in the private? <laughs> 
I really hope I really hope they keep that for the private duels. Like yeah, there's there's nothing wrong in keeping those rule sets for the private duels. I think the the XCs one not being there is okay because that's more of a self-imposed thing that you can just do. Ah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Right? But then the the personal ban list is also something I think that's a little hard to keep track of, but for this one where it hard locks you into the NR format and it has a very curated ban list too, where some of the more spicy common cards have been limited to one. Because mm-hmm. because when I saw those, like ah, oh, that makes it fair. Because otherwise, this archetype would just run amok, right, without any hindrance whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's nice finding like decks having a lot more utility than you expected, just because you f- you face scenarios that you wouldn't normally fight against like regular meta decks and regular like negate interactions and whatnot. Mm. And as a as a TCG deck builder man, I'm proud to say I was able to finally make a deck without the help of the internet. Sick! And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it worked out so much better than I thought. Yeah, I've cool. So many games, it's so fun. Like I, I'm learning things like, <clears throat> oh, it does this too. Outside of the first words that I read, cool. Also, I just need to read more. Jesus Christ, so many words. Yeah, so there many, so many words. words. <laughs> yeah. My experience with the NR test also something similar to that. Like I just build a deck without any like outside info. But it's also because it's just a Cosmos deck, so it's kind of easy to build a Cosmos deck. It's doable. It's, it's, it's already um, there, you know. What's the what's inspiration? Star Wars and it's yeah. Star Wars and Wizard of Star Oz. Wars and Wizard, Wizard of Oz. This is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what I didn't expect, though, is that uh, the Cosmos archetype has a bomb on rare. And Dude, it's the it's crazy. It's, it's the, the Death, Death Star. Star equivalent. The Death Star on one. turn one. Yeah. A big 4,000 dude that can't yeah, be targeted. I, I was, I was the summoning f- the Death Star <laughs> in turn one hey, with 4,000 targeted attack. that real good. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, yeah. But you it, had to cheat the, to do that. The deck that, I, yeah, that's my deck. I, w- I was winning because of it. Because um, if you manage to, like, summon that thing... On your first turn, that's a lot to take in. If you're the opponent, <laughs> not a lot of monsters, even yeah. in, especially in this format, can get as big as that. Yeah, and is you can't like, even most target can't it. even get past three k. To be honest, yeah. is there like a yellow brick trench run card? <laughs> <laughs> so I think there is That'd like a, a spell that a kind of brick references far, the far trench away. run. I think, but yeah, it works. That's, it works. It's mm. really fun. Like. Even um, other than the school, it's uh, it's like sacking, but instead of oh. sacking into graveyard, it's like sacking into oh. exile. So yeah, if that's you... how you cheat out the the Death Star. Yeah. You exile <laughs> monsters whose level stars total to ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just and comes then... out, and that's not a once per turn limit. Because yeah. many Bothans died for I see, I see, I see. <laughs> <laughs> many so, yeah, Bothans died for this information. That's uh, that's how I rolled during the NR fest. I, I was winning with Wizard of Oz and Star Wars <laughs> themed. I want to make it. Yeah. It looked cool. It's really fun. It's Spicy, really fun. yeah. Yeah. It's also cheap. So if you do get the secret pack, you just you know work on it. Dude, the the fun thing about this event is everything's cheap. <laughs> Yeah, I was surprised how 
how diverse uh, the decks that I've been seeing on the event is. It's, yeah, it's much more fun than ranked, that's for sure. There's still a lot of staples that could actually carry over into proper standard play that are very feasible here. Mm. And did you guys realize there's still a Raigeki equivalent in Rare? Uh, it was Vortex. used on me, yeah. It was yeah, used on me. <laughs> the only downside is you have to discard a card to use it, mm -hmm. and it only hits face-up monsters. But it's, it's, it's still, still a Raigeki, Raigeki. equivalent. Mm -hmm. And not a lot of people run it, which is surprising. Mm -hmm. Boy, board wipes. So yeah, this this event has been super fun. Um, hopefully we get another one soon. There's a supposed synchro one, which I technically have a deck for it, but I'm not ready because that's just a lot of that's that's you have to go fast to synchro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My brain can't do that, but I'm I'm excited still. So hopefully more updates happen soon. Hopefully we get new cards in this in this game too. It's been a while. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for more duels in the master duels. Mm. Uh I I did see another thing. I saw uh, one of the, the the big Disney movies that people have been talking about. Oh, you, uh, saw, it. Uh, you saw it. I've seen Turning Red. Oh. Have you seen that? No, I have not, but not I have yet. been uh, I have been inundated with ads, but I haven't seen it yet. How is it? It's good. It's it's re you can really tell the difference between like a mainline Disney produced CG movie mm -hmm. versus whatever the fuck Pixar makes because <laughs> Pixar makes movies. It's so like out of the box sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not even sometimes. Most of the time, it's mm. hell out of the box. Like um, Encanto was the latest um, Disney produced one, right? Mm -hmm. And like that that movie is still very nice and all that, but it still does a lot of tropes like family, a lot mm. of singing. Mm -hmm. A lot of high fantasy elements put into the scenarios. Mm -hmm. And then you go to Turning Red in like Vancouver, Canada. And like mm -hmm. Asian immigrants living in Canada. Cool. And like apparently according to Canadians, the representation of Canada is so dead on. Really? It's freaking them out. Yeah. That's good. Like where have you seen a movie that is so diverse and yet there are like basically zero white people in a scene? Huh. That's good. And that's like good, each culture is represented so well for a character that stays on screen for like three, two to three seconds, maybe. That's like great. It's, it's that they're that crazy with their detail, and that's super refreshing to see in a film too. Um, the message of the movie is really great. Uh, the acting is superb, and easy recommend. I'd say mm. like it deserves all the hype it's getting. Turning Red is a amazing movie. The thing I've been seeing about it is that it's been uh really resonating with people because of asian parents yo dude mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, it might look like a movie about a girl getting her period but the asian parent part is ooh. <laughs> it's big dead on okay <laughs> if you can change your parent would you <laughs> <laughs> I, I, i've been like hearing stories about people uh, uh, kids who bring their parents to watch their movie you have side A that are like, yo, this movie's amazing. Like the 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 parents see like themselves and their friends and their characters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then you get the other side, which is like the Chinese mom. I don't quite understand her character. <laughs> the kid is like, <laughs> oh god, something like that. <laughs> but yeah, th there's a really good takeaway from this, and it's it's just adorable. Like Pixar does work, man. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. They put meticulous details where they don't need to, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I like that they do. Sick. 
Sick, turning red. That... Uh, a little squeeze in. I played a new game. It's mm. not quite new, but it's new to me because it was on sale. Okay. And people have been yelling at me to get this for a while. Ooh. Before it came out, when it came out, after it came out. Oh, I remember I yelling at you to get it too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What is this? Um, I don't know why I didn't get it back then. I, I guess because just poor, right? And then mm. it came up on sale at half off. And like, that's the price of an expensive burger meal. Mm. I'll take it. <laughs> that is one step from Eden. Oh. It is a roguelike. Mm-hmm action combat game with card weapons that is just Mega Man Battle Network combat oh there we go like grid based card combat with a normal attack of some sorts this looks gorgeous holy shit yeah yeah yeah. uh, the way it works is you earn new cards the further you progress Mm -hmm. and of course the scale of the difficulty gets higher they throw more enemies with more health at you um there's a there's a neat little gimmick where at the end of each zone you fight a boss. Okay. And after you beat them, they're left with one one HP, mm-hmm. and you can choose to spare them or kill them. Okay. So I thought like, what's the purpose? Is there like um, a morality system that happens? Are you undertailing me right now? Yeah, yeah. Are you undertailing the thing? Like, okay, I'll find out. I killed the first boss, and like, poof, it's just dead. Then the music stops and it makes you feel bad, I guess. Uh-huh. Next one. I didn't kill the next boss, right? Uh-huh. So I choose to progress through the stage because you have to confirm by pressing square. Uh-huh. Then you pick your your, rogue, your uh, roguelike route to get to the next whatever. Uh-huh. Then the character's like, huh, why did you spare me? And they throw you health to themselves uh-huh. and to you. Okay. And then uh, when you run into strong enemies... They show up as a free summon at the beginning of the round. Oh, sick. That's really good. Yeah. That's really good. Like, you don't call them. They just show up. And, like, oh, that's, that's really so appreciated. Awesome, they they have man. different gimmicks. Like, the mechanic will throw you support items at the start on the floor for you to pick up. The guy with the gun will just blast everything. The dude with, with the sword will, like, teleport to all the guys at the start of the match. It's free damage, right? Who, who, yeah. who can complain about that? Yeah. And then um, when I did another round and decided to spare like eight people, mm-hmm. uh, once I got to like the end of a certain world, mm-hmm. one of the thing, one of the people I saved turned out to be another boss, and they go like, "You should have killed me when you had the oh, chance." Shit! Oh shit! And they That's killed the so... enemy behind them and turned towards you and hit you with even stronger moves. Oh, that's sick! That's like, so oh good. shit! All right, cool. So and good. um. You can unlock these enemies as characters. Mm. So you can start your run as any of these characters once you've unlocked them. And whoever you're not playing as will become a boss during your runs. Even the starting character. And boy, did I get my ass kicked by the starting character. Oh, sick. (laughs) And they each have different, like, um... Yeah, their starting decks are very different because you start with like four base cards Mm. and each of them have different like deck builds that you can choose and their normal attacks are completely different from each other so like um starting girl will have a regular like buster shot that does like one to two damage per hit but you fire it in rapid succession Mm. then another character will have um like a melee sword strike which goes forward four blocks it's very slow it actually uses your your mana resources for your cards but it does like multi hits along the way, and it does like a significant more like ten damage instead of one, mm-hmm. and it grants you invincibility as you do it, like when you leave this, the block and when you return, something like that. So there, there's a lot, and 
there's a bunch of other secrets that are like obvious because um i don't know if this is a spoiler but there's a lady who serves as a shop okay and you notice that when she's on the field she has like six thousand life okay and i'm like i can hit you and i've (laughs) I've hit her accidentally at the start and like and when i realized she wasn't aggroing then i had to figure out what what uh what controls triggered the shop right Mm -hmm. it got me going like what if I hit you more? When do you when do you turn on me? Okay. Lo and behold, she becomes a boss. Sick. <laughs> and eventually a playable character if you do beat her. Oh, cool. Sick, sick, sick. Boy, I, her attack patterns are mm, some end game levels looking <laughs> of of crazy. Oh, when the shop so, gets yeah. up to fight you, that you, that's usually a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. And <laughs> chunky six thousand HP. Yeah. <laughs> like like some... Karen in in Hades. Like when you fight that <laughs> motherfucker, holy shit. Uh, it's real spicy. Um, mm. I, I followed the development of this before it came out, and these are just some Mega Man Battle Network nerds to Ooh, a T. That's good. Uh, I do miss the deck building part because in in Battle Network you could make some busted ass combos where you'll never go below one HP mm. or something, or mm-hmm. get a damage multiplier that hits for times five and just one shot a boss or something like that. So that doesn't quite exist here. You kind of get. Um, after each stage, you get given a random pool of three cards to choose from. Mm. I don't know what the bonus is of not picking a card, mm-hmm. but sometimes some of the choices suck, so you can just omit to not get them. And the shop lets you sell bad cards. Um, you're okay. also allowed to sell. Your <laughs> you sell something, then you can also get a debuff, but you get like a significant amount of money and whatnot. All right. So there's so there's some combos for sure. But also, you accumulate so many cards that I'm like, I'm just pressing A to whatever the fuck I have. I don't know what it does. <laughs> Sick. So, yeah. Um, it has elicited some noises from me when I played it in the Discord while everyone was Elden Ringing. Yeah, I remember. And it just goes like, what's happening to me? <laughs> and I'm just like dodging for dear life against this person. Dude, this I just life, felt so. that it would push all of your Mega Man Battle Network buttons. Dude. Yeah, like when when I was looking at it, I'm like, oh, cool, um, a grid based card combat. That's neat. The sprites are cute. I'll wait for a sale. <laughs> ah, but yeah, y'all are super right. I should have got it from the start because man, sick. It's one of these forever roguelike games that you can just play when you're bored. Mm. It's so it's game. just like Mega Man Battle Network on steroids and repeatable. Yeah, like just turn the boss speed up to ten. This okay. is it. This is that sick. game. <laughs> six, 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 so six. That's six. me. If I if I've seen Sick. this before, this is a primo recommend to you. Like, top of mind, this goes to me going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right. Jesus Christ. So I believe that yeah. leaves you, Raf man. That just leaves me. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, it's a very like eventful day. Most of what I I've, I've had doing was like uh was Elden Ring F1. We've already talked about that. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, most of the things that I want to share were from today. Um, because like this is like what you said earlier, I mean like this is kind of like uh, returning to normal, and in that sense, I have returned to my natural habitat, the hard court. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the basketball court, the sports ball. Was it the, the correct one? Did you go did to you, the yeah, correct I one it this time? I love that when I posted that photo, like all the comments were like, "Did you go to the right G court though?" And I'm like, I don't remember. <laughs> did you find Wolf? <laughs> oh shit! Yep. Was Wolf there? He was not actually. He's the one that got lost. Oh. 
<laughs> Everybody gets one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, um, was able to do that. Uh, nothing awkward. Nothing. No one got lost. Hundred percent went to the correct court. Sick. <laughs> um, but now my my body aches like a mouth, and that comes into play like today because today was a uh, date night, and we we went out to go see the Batman, mm-hmm. and. It was actually very well timed because they turned down the power in the condom in in the condo. Oh, uh, today well, for so, Earth Hour, or I don't know what it was like. They just shut everything mm. off. Uh, which just include mm-hmm. just for fun. Yeah, you're like oh 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 oh. Yeah, yeah, Batman, whatever. It's like we're we're <laughs> turning off the vengeance. power today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just for fun. Yeah, the condo is vengeance. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah. Um, so it's this whole thing. Denise didn't want to get caught with the elevator, like uh, out, and then we'd have to go down several dozens, like multiple dozens of stairs. Um, okay. So she she went down before me. I had to work. I had to finish something. But then um, I I get stuck up here. So I'm like I'm absolutely prepared to hobble down, even in my basketball bruised body. I was gonna okay. hobble down. That was no problem. Like I can I can handle. Like going down, there's not much effort in doing that. Yeah, right? going up is the harder one. It's so. it's the up that's hard. Um, mm-hmm. And then got ready, gonna get uh, gonna meet Denise. I go into the fire exit, uh, and there was no lights in there. Oh shit! <laughs> there was no lights in the fire exit. <laughs> what? Big murder horror movie scenario. Yup. <laughs> like none of those emergency lights on the wall. Yeah, they should no, have those at least. They right? they turned them completely off. Like everything what? was off. They really wanted to be the night. Um, <laughs> and yeah, so I double back. I go, hmm. Um, it's a little scary. <laughs> That's, these are multiple multiple pli- like flights of steps, and they're like uh. Um, it's a fire exit, so like not all the doors can be opened from the fire exit side. Yeah. Right? Like that's how it works. Uh it's only one way usually. So if I chicken out or if I get claustrophobic or anything, like I won't be able to just bail. Right? Mm-hmm. I have to wait yeah. like every five floors or something like that. Um, whatever the interval is of when you get to open the thing from the fire exit. So like I chicken out, I kind of like I don't. I, I don't think I could do this. Like it. It looks very. Like I tried. Uh, Denise suggested. Like, oh, why don't you just open your flashlight on your phone? And I tried doing that. I I do the flashlight, and it just looks like an Outlast game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh God. Yeah. N- no. It somehow makes it worse. Because <laughs> like I don't know what's gonna jump out at me. But then you know the mind is a powerful thing. Like. <laughs> It it's so crazy what you can convince yourself and how much you can overcome if you just think about it the right way. So my brain just just goes like, no, this isn't Outlast. This is an operation. We got a tactic. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, you fucking R six the fire escape. Right? <laughs> yeah, I just pretended for like twenty plus floors that I was like infiltrating. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had my flashlight like this. Like oh god! Like, with a handgun, like in the, like FBI style. 
<laughs> I mean, I was nerding out, but like no one. I'm I'm glad because no one would see me because like I was the only in the elevator. Like I had so much fun until like maybe like 15 floors down, and I just get tired, and I'm like, I don't fucking care about the ghosts. I'll just have <laughs> they can take me now. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Were you doing cool action movie things like yeah. setting your back against the yeah, wall, yeah, yeah. holding I'm, your finger yeah. up? Were you leaning before I, looking down the stairs? I was hugging the railing and aiming my flashlight to the the lower part of the stairs, like there, mm-hmm. like clearing like each each uh, platform. It was so cool. <laughs> Dude, dude, little do you know, little do you know, this is all part of the condominium's plan to test your capabilities. They were like, if we turn off all the power, can we trap the menace? Can we trap the menace? Like, little, little did you know, their cameras were all on and they were watching you, like, stealth, like, like, operate down these fire escape steps. And they're just like, oh no. Mm-hmm. He's too powerful. Like, not even turning off the power in the condo can stop this man. This I was is kind incredible. of half expecting, like, someone also needing to go down during mm-hmm. this blackout. Mm-hmm. And then they see you fucking shifting around, <laughs> leaning back and forth. Like, who is that? What is this large figure? Dude, who knows? Maybe it did happen. And they're just like, honey, we can't go down the fire escape. He's there again. <laughs> He's everywhere. Now, I would, I would imagine someone yelling to Rafi, "What's your name?" And then Rap says, "I'm Menace." And then <laughs> I am the menace. menace. I am the menace. I am the knight. No, but Rafi, this is incredible. See, uh, I guess how you I deal overcame. with how how you deal with darkness mm-hmm. uh, is similar to mine. <laughs> really? Convince ah, yourself you are the this is an a operation. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> like like I would I would I would think that ghosts aren't real. Yeah. I've seen I've seen SWAT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The this is an infiltration. This is an infiltration. This is yeah. this is clearing. This is clearing a room. Exactly, exactly. So it, this, it's a night off. Let's <laughs> let's go slow. Let's mm-hmm, descend mm-hmm. slow. Mm-hmm. Check the corners. Check yeah, all dude. corners. <laughs> I was checking frosty. corners so good. <laughs> Like I was even going up, like like checking uh-huh. the roof, like the, like the top yeah, of the stairs. I was actually doing like uh like this one, like even yeah. if I don't have anything, <laughs> I just do this. If there were security cams on in in our fire exit, I would have looked like a stupid idiot. Yeah, you would look. You know, no, you you would have looked like someone who's about to kill somebody. <laughs> basically, what it would look like, dude. I have a suggestion for both of you. Next time, just buy a whole bunch of saran wrap that's colored green and then like just put it over your eyes and then use the flashlight so everything's in night vision. Night vision. No, that would look like the Outlast game that Rafi don't This is how it works for me. Yeah, just put it over my phone. Yeah, just put it over your phone. Everything's green. You're Sam Fisher. Let's go. And you just, you make the sound when you turn on your flashlight. You got... <laughs> I'm going oh, in. You need to, you need I would to get throw those, something. Like, glasses, lights. Okay, like I would throw something and then I'll just check my phone. Mm-hmm. Droning. I think what. what, mm-hmm. what like, <laughs> throw a can. Droning. Yeah. <laughs> oh, throw a can. Droning. 
Uh, well, like at one point I got tired and I put my I put my phone on my shirt pocket while the flashlight. Showed. Oh, wow. oh, that's even more tactical. That's even Actually, more tactical. Yeah. That's the Silent Hill. Yeah, that's the Silent, Silent Hill. Two. No, no, no. And then force, then man. I pulled out my rifle. I did this with two hands. Oh God. <laughs> An invisible oh, rifle. Oh man, I was such a fucking nerd in that first game. <laughs> it beat the ghost though. I beat the ghost with the tactical. Like they, they got scared. They got scared. They didn't expect tactics. Oh god, that's <laughs> great. And 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 you know, I bet that put you in the perfect mood for that movie. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah, that that movie, that movie slaps. The Batman. So yeah, that that's the like we watched it. We we prepared for yep. three hours. I watched it, um, and I think we've all watched the Batman. We got some thoughts in. Let's get some thoughts in right now. Um, I think it's really good. I think they did a lot of really cool stuff. Um, you you want my hot of... take early on? Go for it. This is the best Batman movie I've seen. Really? Okay. <laughs> Flag on the play. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Okay. <laughs> Probably the the, the closest to the Dark Knight, but uh, mm. <laughs> but, the, 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 but that's okay. the thing. Like uh, mm-hmm. I've told Rappy and our good friend Rob Chem about this. Mm. Take out Heath Ledger in the Dark Knight, and it's a bad movie. <laughs> 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 it's, it's a bad movie. That, that's it's a bad movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I must I must find this man, Lucius. Who are you talking about? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who are you? Bad movie. Find? Like the Elden Ring characters in the room. Like who? Who? <laughs> Loretta? Who? I, I yeah. I don't, like I don't know if this this form of criticism. Like I don't know how this works. Like if you take the one with Heath like, Ledger, yeah. Darth Vader no, from Star Wars. <laughs> it's a bad movie is it it's a bad movie no it's a bad movie if you remove Darth Vader it's a bad movie because it's only all protagonists (laughs) (laughs) there's no conflict if you take out Thanos and Infinity (laughs) it's a bad movie there's no war what the fuck I don't or, know how this holds up I think the perfect example (laughs) what we did with Marvel was if you take out Stanley Tucci in in Captain America: The First Avenger, it's a bad movie. <laughs> huh. mm. like the the, the uh-huh. doctor who actually invented Captain America. Who because made Captain Steve America? Just, would be just a, a skinny boy. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. A now, while now ago, now okay, okay, like, okay. causality, like taking, okay, yeah. yeah. A while ago, I was behind you. Now I'm no longer behind no, you. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's true though. Like, like I think you about it. You take out Heath Ledger. No, not the Joker, but specifically Heath uh-huh. Ledger. There you go. That's that's where I'm behind because, you. Because Heath Ledger <laughs> oh, okay. carried that yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He fucking carried that movie. Mm-hmm. Big personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, sure, yeah. But anyway, back to, mm, to the actual the thing Batman. that we watched. This... The, Batman. the Batman. What do you call it? Mm. Like, my hot take still remains. This is the most grounded probably not just Batman movie, but most grounded superhero movie that we've received like in recent years. And I think that's why I enjoyed it so much because there wasn't a lot of ridiculous shit happening. There weren't any super things happening or like even Batmanisms of like, you know how magic Raz al Ghul is and future techie Bruce Wayne is. There's no bullshit like that. It's all just super grounded shit. And, uh, dude, he gets around on a motorcycle. 
He lives in the Wayne building rather than a mansion in the outskirts of Gotham. Like those kind of things just kind of added up for me. And I'm like, this is pretty grounded. Not bad. Dude, the fucking Batman's laptop is like our PC. Our rigs are more powerful than Batman's (laughs) grounded laptop. Yeah, dude. He's green MS-DOS running device. <laughs> Celeron motherfucking. <laughs> Celeron running. I don't know. And dude, yeah. Rafi, you were just Shit about to mention it. Mm. But one of my favorite scenes yeah. is he he uses his cape as a wingsuit. And, cool. oh, oh, and, and cool. almost breaks every rib in his body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I I feel like there are some parts of it that's like, wow, this this motherfucker is really durable. Is he a fucking vampire? Mm-hmm. Like, one thing explodes in his face, and his yeah. jaw is still like perfect and unbroken. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he like hooks, he he parachutes, and his his thing gets caught under a bridge, and he 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 breaks every bone in his body, and he's like, no, I'm fine. <laughs> he, <laughs> like, he, wait a second. He kind of grunts, holds his chest, and runs away. Yeah, he he walked away like I walked away from my basketball game last Thursday. I was like, there's a bit of a limp, but I'm fine. (laughs) Are you the Batman? Um, (laughs) You haven't seen me in the same place. (laughs) But yeah, I think that also, what's also ridiculous, like how durable that suit is. Because he did survive that fall. Mm -hmm. He fucking survived the barrage of fucking machine guns. Close range. Should, that's that's really so ridiculous. Cool, yeah, but it's so I really cool. think that's the only piece of super tech he has, isn't it? Yeah, that so, yeah. that and need to have something. Yeah. That and the contact lenses. That's the only super tech he has. But even yeah. then, he gets hit and he feels it. Like mm-hmm. he takes oh, like dude. a an Uzi and he's down on the ground. <laughs> yeah, he takes like dude. Uzi fire. It it does deflect off him and it does look fucking cool. But the next scene, he's fucking on the ground. Oh, <laughs> dude, he's not just mentally. He's not just getting physically hit. Mm, also, yeah. mentally hit. Sometimes, mm. like this is the movie where there's a lot of detective work going on, and I mm. really, really like that yes. about it. Like yeah, the yeah. ratio to detective skills to fighting mm. scenes is mm. almost eighty to twenty percent. But the fighting is also good, so you really mm-hmm. won't have any like complaints about it. But mm. but even though uh, they're setting up Batman as someone who is a detective here, right? Mm-hmm. He still makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. that's and that's but a good thing a about it. Yeah, he's a man. <laughs> he makes mistakes. Mm. There's one scene we're not gonna spoil it to anyone who who hasn't watched it, but there is one clue that he think like like he think he knows what it is, mm. and then he chases someone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got them, in, interrogated them, and then, mm-hmm. whoops! I don't think that's the thing. I think I I I, I don't think that's it. And then mm, they see. just uh, went just in on there. <laughs> yeah, just leave them there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's even funnier because both him and Gordon look like idiots. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like like oh, we got you. We know what you did. We, we Are saw you guys clues. stupid? We understood it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what happened was oh. There's a mistranslation, and then, Mm-mm. whoops. Am I the only <laughs> guy? Is, am I the only guy around here who knows the difference between L and La? Cry. Yeah. <laughs> that, that made it's me so laugh. good. Like That's as, a, as that, someone who's that, taken like three units of Spanish, like <laughs> that tickled me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, when when they try to solve it uh, before, mm-hmm. and 
and they and they thought they thought they knew the answer. I was like, mm-hmm. no, no, what are you talking about? Go back, mm-hmm. <laughs> read it again. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking mm-hmm. about? And then um, it's it's really good. I don't know. What what I like about here is like, uh, I think as as superhero movies go, I think we're past the idea of the origin story like don't give me the origin yeah. story anymore it's been done to death like like forever mm-hmm. what Actually, they've done with like spider-man and with like uh, no way home or, or homecoming homecoming what they've done with spider uh homecoming and with this batman is like they give us the year two this person has yeah. already like uh, learned a bunch of stuff and started and had his own like journey while he's doing this we don't need to see that shit we don't need to yeah. see the spider bite him again and he's like ah we and now i'm jack i don't need that we don't need to see like pearls how many like, times like, does uncle ben have to die <laughs> yeah. yeah dude don't how many don't times do the ben pearls no need to scatter exactly. also we do want to know uh what the movie <laughs> is in this in in the <laughs> batman which, which movie did he thought because uh there's some some twitter um mm. discussion about <laughs> What the Given really, the time what frame. the real movie is? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's some say Shrek, some some say it's one Dude, it. movie called On the Line, starring Lance Joey Fatone of NSYNC, <laughs> because it really like um, oh, I know it's that. in sync oh with the God. date. <laughs> so it's Joey Fatone, of, holy fuck! Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of uh, theories on what movie did the Wayne saw before the parents got <laughs> hurt. <laughs> So yeah, I just really like the funny. Shrek theory because I I just really like the the vision of the pearls scattering on the ground and then and they and like in inside the theater we hear somebody, somebody wants, wants. Yeah. <laughs> as he cries into the sky the world yeah. is gonna roll me they, oh they rolled him good they yeah, rolled dude. him swing good <laughs> they rolled um, Thomas and Martha <laughs> yeah oh no and they got rolled those pearls are rolled baby yeah dude <laughs> yeah. um no yeah like. So yeah. Th- um, this, also, this okay. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, uh, like uh, doubling down on what Rafi said that we don't need mm-hmm. the origin story of, of, yeah. of these heroes because they're already established. But what mm-hmm. the movie did was really smart because instead of mm-hmm. giving us the origin story of the hero, they mm-hmm. give us the origin story of the villains, the rogues gallery. Okay. okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, really yeah, nice. Yeah. Like I that's that's that. one that's one adjustment that they did that made mm-hmm. the movie a lot more interesting. And because it's I all about the rogues for yeah, Batman. Right? Yeah. So yeah. Most of the They're time. much more interesting. And and I think it solves like a problem that I find in like origin story movies wherein like uh you don't get to see the learning parts because like you go from oh what's this? A spider bite. I'm really strong now. And then I experiment yeah. a little bit and then like you have to be a fully formed hero by the end of the story because like that's your character journey like you're, you're supposed to like fall into your role so there's not a lot of like the experimentation side usually that is relegated to the montage something yeah. like that yeah but mm-hmm. I, in year twos like since there's no there's no pressure to be like a fully formed hero at the end you can just do what the batman did we're in in a fight he gets outnumbered he gets like bonked in the head he gets shot he gets down like um he makes mistakes you can see like there's an actual learning, uh, an actual more believable, uh, prolonged learning period, and yeah. that's 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 really a new space. And I hope that we get to see more of that side of it. Like, it's just really a much more interesting take. Like, even 
you can even see like how relationships are formed between mm-hmm. like um you know that Gordon um Bernard Gordon. from Westworld uh Yeah, he's really good as like, Gordon in this movie. He's, he's actually Holy really shit. good. I and he's mind. more he's more involved in the movie in a way. Yeah. He's, yeah. Like he's, a, he's there's a lot of scenes a, of Gordon. A partner. Yeah. yeah. Not bad for a robot. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for you, Bernard. Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah, he's you, also the Watcher. He's he's yeah, like he's a, checking. He's like checking Batman. Like at one point, he checked him into a wall. <laughs> like he forearm shivved him into a wall, and they're like, "This oh, is yeah. not how you do this." Bad Batman. Bad Dude. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. This no, Gordon don't like ain't anything to me. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like something that to white me. boy. And it is. <laughs> it's treason. Um, no. Uh, and yeah, like they they talk and then they plan and all that stuff. You gotta punch me and all these things. And I like that he calls him man. Like they have this little bar. Like yeah, dude. Yo, man. Yeah. Like you gotta pull that punch, man. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe he's. I think I think Gordon is just kind of uh, embarrassed. Like, hey, Batman. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you don't want to say that 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 beaver, you know? Yeah. Interestingly, too, <laughs> since you guys mentioned it, we got year one Gordon. He's not the commissioner yet. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, still yeah. Like a still just a, <laughs> somewhere a, a, down a beater. There. Yeah. He had, like, because the commissioner died, and then there was another captain before him, and then he's he's still not fully the commissioner He's not. Yet. He's still not the commissioner, yeah. but it's implied that he's going to take it next, right? Because yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. knows mm-hmm. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. But, like... If you've noticed, we haven't been calling him Commissioner Gordon. We just call yeah. him Gordon because he's not. Gordon. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I did get, I, I did get a kick out of the thing that you brought up last time, Emil. That's like, um, he's bringing this guy into a crime scene. Yeah, and that's <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Really, really fucking good. weird, Gordon. Why, why do you keep doing that, Gordon? <laughs> All of the cops are like, "This freak? Yeah, are yeah, you yeah. kidding? What the yeah. fuck?" There's, there's like always saying... extra detail to show him like sticking out. Like mm-hmm. whenever he's in the the frame or like whenever he's in the scene, like the cops just ogle him, side eye him. It's like, like what the at, fuck? At one point, the medical examiner was like uh, showing the details, and he was and Batman was in the way, and he's like, uh, "Excuse me," and he can't look him in the eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that's so that's so freaking cool. Like that uh, that's, that's that would be it. how a Cape Crusader interacting with the police would work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah There's a, some a non-established one, non-established especially, yeah. yeah. And like, uh, it also adds to the fact that the the suit looks kind of doofy to me. Even in the final yeah. product, it's it's the head that that kind mm-hmm. of looks like it's too like this way. Mm-hmm. There's not Dude, enough like jaw on it. Um, in, yeah. in that first crime scene, mm-hmm. just seeing Batman in the middle of a crime scene with all of these normal ass cops mm-hmm. just <laughs> made him look like. Some sort of cosplayer in Freaking the wrong place. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they played that up, and they're very self-aware of that fact. Yeah, exactly, that was the exactly. Of the scene, which is really mm-hmm. man um, in a bat suit. I really think they did a lot of good stuff for Batman. I really think that um, in establishing mythos and all that stuff, like uh, for example, like it was a really good choice to show at the very start of like um, him monologuing about. The bat Dude, signal. That, like, that's such a comic book just, thing. I, Him I monologuing love the monologues. The movie. I it's, love the monologues. It just fits. What do you call it? Speak, mm. Speaking of the bat signal, one of my mm. like details that I enjoyed, 
the bat signal is not on top of the police department. Oh, yeah. It's in some random yeah. ass building. Because mm. if Gordon put that on the police building, yeah. he'd get fired. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon, you know that's weird, Gordon. <laughs> Stop being weird. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, like he him talking about the the bat signal and how it's not just a call anymore. It's become like a warning. And, yeah, uh, he he's talking about the fear, and they show like different vignettes of crime happening, and he even says like there's a there's a weakness to him that that says like um, I can't be everywhere at once, but like it's a big city, right? And uh, but with this like uh, with, yeah, with fear like it, he can be in everywhere. I am the shadow. They they fear that like, I am the shadow. I am the shadow. Then basically, it's when cool. Gordon turns on the bat signal, mm-hmm. every criminal suddenly becomes Hulkenberg, and they start <laughs> fearing everyone. They're like, "Oh shit, he's That's mm, so mean, dude! Look I'm about to crash. Hulkenberg I'm about really? to crash. Like like in yeah. the middle of a crime, they're like, "Fuck, I'm gonna crash. I'm gonna crash." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, they turn into Roman Grosjean. Yeah, <laughs> they turn into Hass. <laughs> they crash PTSD. Race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman PTSD. Oh man! Everyone's no, it, everyone's so criminals' true, bosses turn into like fucking mm. like for oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Steiner. Was... There's, uh, yeah, I I I like I like that part about the bad signal and all the monologues. The monologues just made it feel like a comic, yeah. and I just love mm-hmm. seeing like insight from the superhero's perspective. And yeah, like as a year two, another thing that that comes with it is that um, you can see the doubt in his thoughts. Right? He's mm-hmm. saying he's saying I don't even know if I'm making a difference. Like crime has gone up, assaults have gone up, like uh, petty theft has gone up ever since I've been here. So like I don't know if. What am I doing even? <laughs> yeah, there's that doubt. I, I, then he comes back at, it at the end. That's like, um, no, I can't, I can't just be like a, like vengeance. I am making a difference, but the people need more. They, mm-hmm. like, uh, I need to be like a symbol of hope. That's this is, really funny. This cool. is what I like about Yeah, he realizes Batman. it, right? Yeah. yeah this is yeah. like, mm. another thing that I like about this Batman movie. Because um, mm. I think from, from the start of uh, the Nolan films, probably in the third Nolan film, to mm. what we have as Batman in Ben <laughs> Affleck, I think a lot of like writers, well, film writers, mm. um, forgot what Batman is about, and they just lean towards to violence and yeah, yeah. crime fighting. <laughs> but they thing. forgot that Batman is a hero, mm-hmm. and I He's really like yes. that the Absolutely. I really like the character development in this movie where mm-hmm. they went towards that that path so it yes. i don't know this is why i'm saying that this is the best batman movie i've seen uh so far because it has that it has that factor where oh this is a complete superhero movie mm-hmm. because it does give you that conclusion that uh he realizes that he doesn't need to be just this he just mm-hmm. he needs to be more mm-hmm. than yeah. like that's cool. uh, like, they really play to his humanity a lot and his desire to become a hero, especially yeah. at the start. They they make it a point that he really cares about orphans. Yeah. He really cares about orphans, and it kind of sets him up to take care of a Robin. That mm-hmm. first kid that was orphaned was really playing thought. in a ninja outfit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? 
yeah, yeah. And, and like that's just like, is that gonna be Robin? Is he going to take that 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 orphan under his wing and Robin him up? What's gonna happen? I I was actually like very concerned that they were showing like a family. They were showing like a rich family in a manor with a kid. And like, oh my god, we're gonna waste oh, like fifteen minutes of pearls. We're gonna have like fifteen <laughs> minutes of pearls yeah. right now. Here we go, buckle up. And then it just turns out that no, yeah, no, we're not gonna show that. It's just like yeah. an illusion. Like this is a parallel. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Dude, that's, that's like, really like like I thought that was gonna be Batman too. And like that's mm-hmm. little Bruce Wayne in his little ninja ninja costume yeah. for Halloween. But it mm-hmm. turns out it's not him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I I like it. I, I still uh probably my second favorite. I'm still like a Dark Knight guy. I it like there's mm-hmm. just there was just a different kind of feeling like leaving the cinema after Dark Knight. But a big second is this one. I really like what they did. And like to Samson's point, mm-hmm. that was though that was also one very powerful thing that I like. They show him being like uh. Caring for the people, like usually he just the way the way Batman cares for people usually is like, oh, is this guy bothering you? And then he yeah, I'm gonna he kill him for away, you, right? Yeah, he Terry, you're he, being stupid. Yeah, like that's it. Like, uh, this I, I love I'm the visual sure. of the end where he has like a torch and he's like guiding people out of the wreckage. That's so freaking cool. Yeah, that's really that's, powerful. That, also, I've never like, seen like that before, assisting, really. assisting uh, the the firemen and this stuff. For me, mm-hmm. the torch scene was a little bit on the nose. Sure, like yeah, yeah. It, it kind but, of is. But but what got me was him on the roof loading people into the helicopter. Because mm. I was like, okay, he's out in the public helping the public, being right, a hero. Right. The torch the was a that... little heavy-handed. It's just like we've never seen any live-action Batman do that. Like become mm-hmm. a symbol yeah. of hope. That's usually like, that's more of a super thing to be. Yeah. Like, Do you trust me? Yeah. And then you put your hand up and then you fly away. Like it's very rare. <laughs> Do you that, trust me, like Aladdin? Like Aladdin. <laughs> like Aladdin. Yeah. heavy-handed, but at the same time, we'll appreciate it. I think because it's mm-hmm. so rare to see that. Yeah. Like I, I want to. Yeah. Yeah, I want to talk more about that. Uh, like Batman's realization to that. Path, but I think it's more spoilerish now. Let's spoil it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, it's fine. That's fine. Spoiler warning, right here. Yeah, here spoiler warning. All right, because uh, there's one thing that I really like. Like, there's one thing that I really like about it where mm. he kind of realizes that wait, I shouldn't be like like may pagkulang pa rin siya, and it's that mm. when he was talking to the Riddler. Mm. Oh yeah, where, because where it turns out. Like oh, you're just the Riddler's like been idolizing him. Yeah. Yep. And then mm-hmm. there's also like one scene then because um he was um beating up guys and then he interrogated one and then when he asked what his name is, the guy's name and like the guy just blurted out, I'm vengeance, and then I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like like so, I I really like that part of the movie too, where like mm-hmm. he has this like fucking realization that Yo, if I don't take care of the image that I put out there, people yeah. can misinterpret it and turn into this. Mm. Yeah. So he became like, I need to be a better influencer. I, I can't was. just be vengeance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to be a I responsible influencer. Hashtag vengeance, hashtag hope. 
all I together. Right? Yeah, dude. Hashtag vengeance. Oh no. But yeah, yeah it's, Batman. It's a, uh, it's a really powerful mm. message, actually. That mm-hmm. that one really stick uh, to me when I was watching. S- speaking and, of, what do you think of the Riddler? Like I said before, mm. like I said before, the best part about this Riddler for me is mm. that this could totally happen. Yeah, like this, totally this happening for sure. After this Riddler the movie, is out there is... on 4chan right now. Right yeah. now. Right now. Specifically on 4chan right now. And like it was I, I like the fun I mean it's not fun. Like I, I, I like the big twist of escalation that they had. He came he became like uh oh I'm I'm the guy from seven. And then like <laughs> from that like like fictional like out of reality uh, serial killer man who lives who leaves like uh, clues and whatnot right? like that part is kind of like still a bit out there um, but when when all the stuff happened with his like um, his followers and all that stuff yeah. his live when he realized that he has followers like, and he has yeah like, and what what and... really what really got me was like the when he was addressing his community like yeah. oh thank you guys for being so supportive all that stuff it's like yeah it's so, so freaking like twisted and, subscribe. and yeah no 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 Thanks like the just the <laughs> just the 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 concepts i mean we were talking about this on the car ride uh, going back yeah. here of like i it was so like it gave me like the heebie-jeebies because it's a corruption of things that concepts you that do. are good yeah. And things yeah, that you do specifically, that one too. like yeah, yeah. Co- usually community building and like gratitude and all that stuff. Those are really good things to throw out there, but that doesn't mean that those good concepts are always used for good. They can be in like, service to something yeah. that is really, really misinterpreted and bad. Exactly. So because yeah. because the Riddler oh and his God. crew, they think they're doing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, like revolution, all that stuff, and th- they're like helping each other, being helpful with like, oh, you can find the mask at Gotham surplus and this and that. Like rifles are good, and they're like, wow. yeah. Oh my god, it's such a perversion of good things, like community building and finding a home and like having a support system, but having a support system to do fucking unspeakable fucking things. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, like. That just really hit me. That was like sick. I said, oh this God. Riddler is mm. out there right now. <laughs> no, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there were, there are real world scenarios that that's happened before. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I just can't like scary. Like when, when they unmasked him and it's actually like Paul Dano under there. And it's like just a, a normal nerd, dude. Like a nerd incel man. <laughs> like, yeah, just good. Actually, yeah. Um. That was a big twist as well. Um, and then I think we also talked about this at the end. Uh, when, when, because there's one thing that kind of bothered me about it. Like, uh, they do show Batman solving stuff, right? They're, they're, bothering, they're solving the Riddler, the, like the riddles and stuff like that. But, like, it's always that, a, like, he, n- he never agonizes over the answer. It's just always like, oh, it's justice. The answer is justice. <laughs> like it's bribes. Yep. And like, yep. What? Wait, wait, Batman. Like, like, like. <laughs> let us think, man. Like he still lies. No. 
calm down. I mean, let let us do it. <laughs> like, it 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 doesn't like how feel would like you a challenge. Want that seem to run through though. Like, yeah, we have that's it. Something that, yeah. Yeah, like it it would have been great if they played the the confrontation with Riddler a little bit better in the sense that like the reason why he's getting these answers on the first try because this was specifically targeted to Batman because Riddler was acting as his partner. They say that mm-hmm. a little bit, but I felt mm-hmm. like they could have emphasized that a little bit more and put I the think... doubt on Batman that he's yeah. like, was I enabling this person mm-hmm. all along? Like, like the mm-hmm. part that hit me, mm-hmm. like uh, where that hit me, is when the answer was orphan. Yeah. And I was like, yo, no, no, no. This is, he thinks Batman is his friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Uh, I just felt like they could have played that a bit more of like the self-doubt. Because they, they never really showed that internal conflict of like um, whether Batman was aiding and abetting. Ab- abetting this this guy like enabling mm-hmm. this guy they never really showed that uh, they more focused on the part where oh he doesn't know I'm Bruce Wayne he's just saying Bruce Wayne because he's like thank god <laughs> like it was more that instead of like there could have been like a really good character beat there of like I'm I was really helping this guy like mm-hmm. he, he he like I thought I was being clever by getting these questions on the first try but like no, he was playing. You're just feeding like he knew that I would understand. Like I, I could have used more more doubt there. But yeah, you know, nitpicks and tones and like they made a decision somewhere. Um uh still ended up really being really good. Um there have... there are some unintentionally like no, I'm, I'm, I'm funny... just gonna oh, say sorry, go for it. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say I have one nitpick. I have mm, one thing that I don't like in the movie. Mm. And that's the Actually, not really that I don't like it, but it's mm. overused, mm-hmm. which is kind of disappointing because they didn't do anything new on, on the third act. And that is, they did a, a No Man's Land, <laughs> which ah, is... Ah, that one. I know, that like, one. It's, already a, it's, it's already a concept that was shown before in Batman sure. movies. Like, they did it in Batman Begins. They did it in The Dark Knight Rises, where they just cut off the city. Right, so it's mm, it's okay. just you know, like it's just something that I've thought of that it could have like the Riddler could have thought of something, or I don't know the, the writers could have thought of something. Dude, I was I was sorely hoping for a giant penny to start rolling through Gotham. <laughs> I was sorely <laughs> hoping your, for that. Was that your one thing? That's my <laughs> one thing that I wanted. <laughs> Yeah, or at least floating on. on like the the water. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's like you'll never catch me, Batman, as he floats away on a giant penny. <laughs> How great was was yeah. the penguin though? Like, dude, the penguin was great. The penguin was unintentionally hilarious. Like mm-hmm. he was being interrogated, and they show him like a picture of the rats like eating a guy, and he's like, "Hey, yo, what, you what the show? fuck? <laughs> What's in the box?" Like it, it, it really felt like that. Why you gotta show me that, man? Yeah, what like, the fuck, dude? I like, I like the hilarious. little bit that he kind of like because they left him, and then they kind of did the penguin walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, because waddle, he was tied up. He, right. Yeah, because he was tied up. Right. Did a little penguin waddle. 
Mm-hmm. I, I will say that beauty. that's probably like the mob, the mob aspect of it. Like mm-hmm. probably yeah. the weakest part of the story. Like no fucking shit, it's Falcone. Like they always show, <laughs> they always show him in like a secluded area with like bodyguards with high powered rifles in the inner sanctum of the club within a club. No fucking shit, he's the bad guy. Like there's no twist here. Like mm-hmm. yeah, I mean I don't know why they played that up so much. Like we probably if you're uh, this guy is evil. If, if you're new, you might be surprised. But if you know if if, if you already know the mythos, I mean, yeah, Falcone. No, did, Denise didn't know Falcone, but it was very obvious to her. Like, mm-hmm. This man I mean, yeah. is evil. Yes. This guy's a menace. Yeah, I'm just I'm just happy, though. and also mm-hmm. I was laughing my ass off when they saw when they showed Falcone. I was oh no. Mm-hmm. Really? They they chose it's... that actor? <laughs> right? John Totoro was, really, was really I was really good. like I was mm-hmm. uh the Jesus. It, it, like this, <laughs> they chose this, the Jesus for this role. They I mean like when John Totoro isn't getting like urinated on by an Autobot, like he's actually yeah. a really good actor. <laughs> what? I've never like, watched the Transformers movie, so that's news to me. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. That's one part of it. Bumblebee urinates on John Turturro. What the fuck? FBI agent. Right. If he's doing that, write me going. Sector 7 man. Yeah, oh, yeah, God. Yeah. Love that guy. What do you call it? I think the last thing we should touch on, though. Sure, yeah. Is, uh, what do you call it? The Riddler's uh, little neighbor there. Ah, in the yeah. jail. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Right. It's something that we could have gone without the movie. Like it's not mm. really necessary in the movie. Like I, it's I could right. live without. I don't know. Pero inga, after watching the deleted scene that they showed like recently this week, mm. uh, I kind of like that one. I kind of like the what the what they showed there. Mm. Yeah, I kind of like. What the do take. you call it? I I kind of liked it too mm-hmm. because. What do you call it? A big thing for Batman villains is their camaraderie against the bat. Oh, <laughs> you're right, yeah. And like, I don't think I've ever seen that. All villains operate independently. But Batman's villains usually have this camaraderie of like, yo, did you get fucked over by the Batman? Yeah, yeah I got fucked over by the Do we just become best yeah. friends? <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly, right? Yeah. And that's the moment for me that's like, yo, this happens in the cartoons all the time. Yeah. And I've never seen it in the movies. Like the camaraderie of the her- uh, of the rogues gallery, mm-hmm. of their shared hatred for this one guy yeah. who keeps fucking one, them over. One good example of this is what our friend Rob Cham frequently alludes to which is like uh, an episode in the Batman the animated series of like uh, I almost got him or something like that was the title okay and it's uh. like a bunch of villains like telling their stories of like oh, oh yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah. Good. and then it goes to Killer Croc like everyone tells this whole like uh, in- incredible like elaborate stories elaborate plan and, and then and then uh. Killer Croc goes like I threw a rock at him <laughs> 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 I almost got him <laughs> that's it like <laughs> Oh man! Um, but yeah, I think that's the only reason I liked it. It was a little hammy and a little kind of pandering to mm. everyone's love of the Joker, sure. Mm. But at the end of the day, I think that's something I don't see in Batman movies. It, it's so yeah. weird to say 
I don't see in Batman movies because we've gotten so many Batman movies at this point that mm. it's just a genre in and of itself. And like, I really think that's something I want to see. I want to see the camaraderie uh, against Batman of the Rogues Gallery of them like bonding or like helping each other out because mm. Batman has all uh, Batman has screwed them all over in one way or another. A mutual yeah. enemy. I mm-hmm. like that they're like the final riddle that the joke. Uh, like the Joker says, um, the answer was friends. Like what? What is like if you have less of it, you have it. What you have is has more value. Something like that, right? Yeah, the answer was a friend, right? Yep. Um, I like that. If the like somehow you can also answer that with joke, right? The less of the jokes you know, mm. right? You, mm. The more value that one joke that you have has. Mm. Okay. Like, that. like I, I. That's okay. what I took, or maybe yeah. that's just like my brain going. That's a fucking joke. That's a fucking joke. No, it does Wait. make sense. Yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> um, good. Um, like one more thing is like uh, the the detective work. Uh, it's more detective than like everything else. Like throw it into a supercomputer and have that figure it out. But at the same yeah. time, it's also uh, uneven. Like. Me and Denise yeah. were laughing at, at one at two specific scenes, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> specifically, wherein like uh, he ta- uh, uh, Pattinson talks to uh, Falcone, and then he finds out like uh, like Maroni had this man killed, and he goes like it was Maroni, and then he confronts Alfred about it, and Alfred does his thing. And he goes, it was Falcone. Like <laughs> he just he just gets <laughs> it was circling just, around. He just gets yeah. j- jerked around. Like no, no Bruce. Don't decide. <laughs> take, take the data. Think about it first. <laughs> Think about it. He was like, calm down. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what do you call it? It's super funny uh, because you're doing the Nolan Batman voice. But one yeah. of the things that I noticed in the movie is that he doesn't put on a gravelly voice when he's talking to civilians. Mm-hmm. Like when he's thing. in the crime scenes, when, he's, when the cops are about, he talks in a normal speaking voice. Yeah. And I found that so weird. I was yeah. like, yeah. not really normal speaking voice. More like he he like, still whispers a bit. No, but, like weird broodingness. But he's not doing a voice. He he's doesn't sound voice. threatening. Yeah, he doesn't sound threatening while he's talking. Yeah, and, honestly, right? there's an awkwardness to it. Like, there is an like awkwardness to it. <laughs> awkward in, in that first boy scene, boy. Uh, in that first murder scene, um, um, the coroner or the the medical technician was saying something about the thumbs and this and that, and he like. He like goes. Um, it was cut off while he was alive. Yeah, that's so, so bad. He, he's like, because <laughs> 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 uh, you that's know the, the, the leptospirosis on the yeah. on the edge of the thumb there. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> it gives off the same energy in the room that like we didn't ask you or like <laughs> right yeah. or right it yeah. gives off that energy instead of sounding smart you sound like an asshole sounds like an outsider yeah but also this is, like thing. this is this is a thing like he's doing the reacher thing where he's letting his actions speak <laughs> like he like there's one scene that he doesn't speak at all but you know like he he just glances you know what's happening mm. you know what's happening mm. like he like his body like fucking Arpet's body language is so good in this movie like he's he's very awkward at sometimes, but sometimes yeah. like it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Also, when 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 the fight starts or in like 
like you will know how dreadful the Batman is when he approaches because he lets his boots do the talking. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's oh, really dude. good. That, that car sound. scene was great. Yeah, yeah. and the, like, the, no. the sound of like him approaching with his heavy fucking boots while yeah. the song goes. Like even in the yeah, like yeah, like even in the first few minutes when he was monologuing, right? Like there's the scene and he's approaching the gang of criminals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does the same thing. Like he lets his body language and his boots do the talking. Yep, and it's really menacing. So that's ah, really good. It's really good. Like uh Reachers. Plus that that sound that soundtrack was fire. Yeah. Like very scary. Like <laughs> it feels like a if I were to describe it, it the soundtrack feels like like a dark coronation, like a dark arrival. Like do you feel that? It's it's like it it's getting closer and closer and it's yeah. also very menacing, but at the same time it's also the has same some jazz. tune. <laughs> mm? <laughs> oh, this is the thing. Does he have some jazz? <laughs> the dude who did the score to the Batman is Michael Giacchino, the same mm-hmm. dude who did the score in The Incredibles, who also what? did the score in yeah, Mission Impossible. It. So mm-hmm. he like he's a yeah, jazz man. Similar he kinda... to the uh, no, the scene where Mr. Incredible was getting blasted by the black jelly orbs. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, kinda, like that he, sense of weight. Mm, and he yeah, kind of yeah, leaves yeah. some 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 jazz things in his score, just just to like ease you a little bit. Cowboy Bebop, it's, it's so really, yeah, something like that. <laughs> like there's some upbeat uh, um, scenes on some of 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 the movies. Like it's signature Michael Giacchino. So but yeah, this is like the first time I've I've heard a score that he did where it's almost horror. In genre, it is horror. Like it's like, it's really it's really dark, different. So dark it's really experimental. Is is mm-hmm. what comes to mind. Like he, mm-hmm. this is his baptism. Like he's he's parading towards you, but it's menacing and it's getting closer and closer. And it's the same notes, just louder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, we didn't talk about the Catwoman. She's in there, you know? Yeah. I wish uh, there's more Catwoman, but at the same time, yeah. uh, I think that it will just blow up the movie more. Mm-hmm. Because I involves... also wanted more Catwoman, but they only showed one Super scene of her movie. thiefing about, and that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like, I want more thiefing. But at the same time, like <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> more it's, thiefing. It's a Get balanced of way <laughs> of introducing rogues. Because, like, um, mm. it's, it's, yeah, it's, slowly. it's similar yeah. to the Penguin, where... We don't really get to see much of Penguin, but it's the right amount that mm. his presence is there. So it's kind of the same as yeah. with Catwoman, but at the same time, I really do wish there's more action with her. Yeah, more thieving. <laughs> my, my, me and like for me and Denise, like I feel like there wasn't like they played Catwoman a bit wrong. Like the moments for her, like the immediate. She got, she got used. It was just kind of. I don't know. I guess so, scene. but like. Um, I think it was a mistake to show her being trailed to her apartment and like undressing and like all that stuff, taking the wig off and all that stuff. Because you're immediately showing this character in a sense of vulnerability, like Mm -hmm. being vulnerable again 
without like having like her do cool shit first like powerful like anything she does after this just feels like oh well you've undressed the character already like you've you've taken her down before like i don't know yeah it, it, it needs to be done after it needs right? to be done make her after. Look cool yeah like then make her look hot she ain't done cool yet like yeah it, it, also, like i feel like it, that's a miss this is like a, a short like nitpick but you know like mm. why would she follow batman <laughs> like during what? the during the scenes where she's helping batman parang does she really need to help the batman but at the same time yeah i guess because she's tied to something with with what she the, with, with what the, the batman is looking at i mean looking yeah. for but yeah. it's just she can do it on her own because she's been doing it before on her mm. own parang mm. like uh but yeah Probably one of my favorite things about Catwoman in this Batman movie mm. is how awkward that kiss was. There are a yeah. lot of awkward kisses. There's. Yeah, it was weird. so yeah. awkward. It didn't feel yeah. good. It felt yeah. weird. Yeah. Bruce was being weird about it. Mm. Catwoman <laughs> was being weird about it. Yeah. And when it ended, both of them were like, nah. <laughs> mm, sh- should we do this again? Mm. Maybe let's Aww. just think it over. <laughs> and then it ends with her leaving town. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's this, it. This, they go their separate ways and they do the Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Like, I really, ah! really laugh when that happened because, like, mm. you will definitely see like Bruce going, "The fuck's she doing?" <laughs> and what what am i supposed to feel about like like it felt like bruce's first kiss right yeah that that's the energy it gave off right probably probably could have probably was (laughs) which is interesting because usually bruce is played off as this playboy millionaire kind of guy persona but he hasn't even been doing that persona so when this kiss was as awkward as it was the only thing in my head is like is this his first kiss is is this Batman's first yep. kiss? <laughs> yep. Um. One one point of note that I I noticed also we didn't see Bruce Wayne this whole entire movie. Yeah, we just saw no Batman. Bruce Wayne. It's just Batman in in Wayne costume. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. I kind of like, like it. I like it also. That's also a part of the missiles where there's a point where Batman just doesn't care anymore <laughs> that he mm-hmm. he needs to play a persona. A mil a billionaire, mm. yeah. He just fully Batman. The, mm-hmm. That's really most of how the character is interpreted, anyway, right? Like, yeah, most of he plays the Bruce Wayne role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The mask like is Bruce Wayne. He's really yeah, Batman. Yeah. He's really and Batman. they like the Riddler says that like um they they have a whole exchange of like uh I wish you could have seen me with my mask and yeah then, like I know like everyone wants to unmask you, but like. Uh, they don't understand the point. This is the real you. Mm-hmm. You are yourself right now. That's there you really go. Cool. That's a really fucking cool uh, thing. Like that's never been I, that's, explored. I, I don't. Yeah, that's never been explored. Of like, uh, why do they keep unmasking you? This is the real you. That's that's really freaking cool. Um, Sick. Yeah. That's Batman. Good. Batman. Good. Dark Knight. Uh, what? But Dark Knight. But Batman, real good, also. Like, but, uh, but sir, I found the, it as a, as a, as a like indicator. They showed like uh, 
uh, trailer in the start of it, like showing all the DC properties coming out this year. And it's the Flash that we know. It's the Aquaman we know. It's uh, Black Adam that's going into the Snyderverse. And the only person that they changed was Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's, it's going to be different. Disney. Yeah, like, this is not going to be DCEU yeah. Batman, right? Like, they're going to make its yeah. own yeah. trilogy yet or something. But, like, it's it's just funny to show like a slate of movies and the only one that they replaced was Ben Affleck. Yeah, it's Ben Affleck. <laughs> the the oh, only one man. that wasn't in the universe. Man. Can you imagine if... basically if, like, don't think about it. Yeah. Can you imagine if they still gone through that version? Because you know what... what what the original film would be about, right? It's mm. going to be directed by Ben Affleck. It's also going to be starred oh. by Ben Affleck. And then he just oh, quit yeah. because he they doesn't really like do what man. happened in, in the Justice yeah. League yeah. movie. Man, yeah. this is Daredevil all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. <laughs> no, no, he was no, Daredevil, no. but the he ones was but that was way <laughs> better. <laughs> by a British guy. So that's also one thing. He only yeah. sees a world on fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a lie. Oh, I mean, to be in, in, a in defense of in defense of Ben Affleck, like I think he looks the part of Bruce yeah. Wayne Batman. Yeah, yeah. Like he looks yeah. incredible in the suit, but yeah. the issue is the way he was written. Right? Yes. Yes. Like um Ben Affleck's curse is being put in a movie with bad writing and oftentimes weird direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I wouldn't be opposed to see him as Batman again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with him directing. Hopefully it's not hopefully. the, I'm, I'm bleeding. Uh, uh, I'm bleeding. Uh, that's definitely yeah. broken. <laughs> All right. All right. Martha. <laughs> Martha. Yeah. But, uh, so Batman what are you? Right? So is that, is that the... what about you, Emil? Top, top Batman films changed for you after watching this film? If I, want, if I want superhero bullshit, I'm probably still gonna enjoy rewatching the Nolan shit because it just gives you that really cool feeling. Mm-hmm. But if I want something interesting, I think I think Edward Cullen has my vote. Hey. Mm-hmm. What about not even Diggory? Cedric Diggory? Come on, oh, oh, dude, come on. That's, that's, I, that, I forgot good. that joke. I was about to say that Batman stars up our son. <laughs> <laughs> my son, my boy. Son. No, Batman. our boy, our boy, our boy. Dude, uh, I think Edward Cullen is the go-to, even mm. if it took him fourteen years to turn into a bat. I mean, also, that is yeah. what made him filthy rich. I think, mm-hmm. I think after this movie, my I get not the films, but the Batman. Like probably he'd mm. be, he he'd be on top of there. Yeah, yeah. open yeah. up more roles. Yeah. He's a more natural way of. He's more natural compared to Christian Bale because of the family (laughs) voice. And, yeah. I I haven't seen enough of his personality, though, to make a call. Um, I felt like he was just like a vessel for the writing of the movie. The movie was good, it was coursing through Batman. But, like, what makes this Batman unique? I. Don't quite know. I don't have one big really? thing that I can tell you. This? Yeah, what is Rob Pat's what is Rob Pat's like one unique thing of everyone he's, else? He's the comic book accurate of them all. Mm. The most comic book accurate. He does the By monologue. The way you guys are saying it, he's an yeah. awkward nerd bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, that's what bad men is. You know, the bad minute. He's you know? <laughs> he for me. He's the Batman, like exactly as you say. He's year two Batman. 
and yeah. he's still super angsty. He doesn't even trust Alfred yet. He's not yeah. like, the perfect Batman. Like, dude's fucking afraid of heights when he got into the yeah, roof. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. But yeah, this, I guess, I guess... learning Batman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, it's a, this is the year too. But also, yeah, shout out to shout out to Caesar who you know, uh, Lord of the Rings, uh, Golem Caesar. What's his name? Uh, <laughs> Caesar. Uh, oh, what's this actor? Caesar. Who played who played Alfred? And like he's like yeah. Wayne's Wayne's together strong, whatever, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Wayne's together strong. <laughs> <That's> pretty good. <laughs> He gives you the cufflinks and like Wayne's together. I want that to be a fucking line in in something Batman related. Ways to get this strong. <laughs> Lift this bloody log. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final. What's the final word on it, Miguel? Uh, we haven't heard much from you. Oh, because oh. I haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I what? I was. Holy, I was. Uh, I'm not like Batman's cool. But he's not, you know, my favorite superhero. Uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. If, okay. if this was a Spider-Man talk and I hadn't seen it, I would have mm-hmm. disconnected like two hours ago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for oh, sure. No. Yeah, We didn't check. It's that. fine, it's fine. Actually, this makes me more interested to see it now. Like, Oh, there you go. Okay. I, I would have seen it recently, but I'm waiting for payday. It's also, it's, three three hours. Hours. Ah, okay. it's really hard to get the ticket uh, to watch it, the bat. It needs to be scheduled really well because Ooh. even yeah. the Spider-Man one I being you knew, two and a half. No, it's been mentioned a lot. Yeah. Samson, you, you put it on the chat that me and Migoy have seen the Batman. What? Huh? No. no. You've, it's in that. the chat. It's in the chat. Wait. Anyway, no. we'll pull this up no. later. Yeah. No, no it, it's fine. No. Um, I'm so sorry fine. though. Like I didn't like. No, no, I shouldn't it's, have it's done fine. that then. <laughs> Dude, like I really didn't follow this because I'm like, I'll watch it when I see it. You know, because okay. yeah. To be honest, I've seen all of the Batman films. Mm-hmm. The 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 Tim Burton one, fucking the Adam West yeah. ones, the live action, the cartoons, most of even the. The one with the Joker who does the Capoeira feat stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, yeah, Batman yeah. cartoon. I've seen the, a lot the of The original Batman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wooly Joker, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wooly Joker, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, despite all that, like, Batman is... He's cool, but, you know, like, he's not my superhero. Yeah, so, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'll see it when it comes out. I watched all the Batman movies due to, like, peer pressure of, yo, Batman's out, let's go watch it. College friends. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, looks at well. All right, <laughs> I have money. Okay. Then you know it's it's, it's like, all fun and like, good and whatnot. Okay. But yeah, like it never sticks to me. Like none of the Batman movies I would tote as my favorite movie. Or if you ask me what my favorite Batman movie was, I probably wouldn't have an answer. Oh. There you go. Fantastic, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah, the probably Joker. the Master that of one's Fantasy, pretty good. Yeah. Fucking cartoon. And that's mm-hmm. pretty good though. Right, but that's different, right? It's not live action. Yeah, yeah. You know, like that—that that is the the pedestal Batman, Batman mm-hmm. the animated series. But no, in terms of live action movie stuff, I I wouldn't know because everyone is different. And mm-hmm. fuck, the Tim Burton ones were like three different dudes. Yeah. yeah, one of them has the bat nipples and the credit card, which is the just fuck? cartoon. <laughs> the credit card. card. I would say. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> if it comes to Tim Burton, I would still love Batman Returns. I think that's. One of the I best keep getting Returns in and Forever mixed up, and I used Returns to watch those a lot. Returns is the one with Penguin and Catwoman. 
Forever and is the other one is, and, is Jim Carrey. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Un- the, the Agent J. Agent- unsanctioned buffoonery. <laughs> yeah, un- yeah, yeah, unsanctioned buffoonery. I see, I see. Oh, Man. But that's so, also like Val Kilmer and the, no, what's his name? Yeah. Birdman. It's also weird, right? Like, I can't really remember what old Batman movie had yeah. Batman do detective work, except for Batman Forever. Yeah, that's, that's probably the most... Um, <laughs> appealing thing for me to see this one because mm-hmm. uh-huh. none of them really do that like yep like yeah. rafi mentioned the the most detective was the the bale movies being alfred put yeah. it in the back of the drugstore triangulate <laughs> and correlate like this with the police super files. super science given by god enhance essentially what that That's was true. in the oh, games god. you press x to detective mode yeah, yeah but at least the games has like comic book backing towards it where he's yeah. like doing impossible bullshit because you can yeah yeah right mm. well meanwhile in the live action ones you gotta tone that down because these are people and they can only do so much on mm-hmm. screen yeah yeah so the fact that this is the most normal ass batman man which is probably one of the reasons why i really like mask of the phantasm because you remember the scene where he was just a hooded a, a fucking ski mask wearing guy mm. yep. yeah getting his shit kicked out of him yeah yeah which is why I like Spider-Man. Spider-Man fucking gets beat up a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has to work for the win. Yeah, dude. Which is why it's always so tense. Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I'm looking forward to this because, yeah, all of all of the arguments. And I really didn't follow any of them. No. Okay. Like, I just saw pictures on Facebook and like, oh, his jaw looks stupid. Yeah, Rafi. <laughs> watch it. It does. It does. Ra- Rafi, do not worry because you guys have done this to me too sometimes. And everything just goes in and out of one ear. Migoy um, is safe. Yeah. Well, you've done this to me. We <laughs> <laughs> did. Okay. I am vengeance. Um, I mean, this is this is me oh, yeah. for every horror movie and TV show you guys. Uh, okay, that's good. Oh, I don't well, this is the entire <laughs> podcast. Yeah. As long as because clear, I because I no don't really watch done. horror. Movies. <laughs> like oh, sometimes you gave the spoiler warning, and I'm mm. just like, all right. Like. <laughs> Don't worry, Migs. Archive 81 got canceled. I know. I'm happy for it. Now you get to listen to that. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore, Migs. Godspeed can't kill that guy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's mostly it for our week. Now it's time Mm -hmm. to move on for direct. As soon as I can. I have a speed run for Flakes and Like a Mo from F1. To finish first. You first have to finish. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what? No way. Do that. Yeah. No that. way. Yep. Fucking said that. Who said that? Uh, I forgot. Uh, gotta Is be a Gunther or whatever. It might be a Some Gunther. kind of European guy. <laughs> oh, this was on the Grujan episode. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. He does, he's so scared. He doesn't. He can't finish anymore. Oh, oh first, God! First, have to finish. This is some mystery men sphinx bullshit. <laughs> 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 like, to master, like to, uh, you have to master your fears, or fear will become your become master. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, That's yeah, so yeah. Stupid. Oh God! All right, take us to the rest. Right. Let's go for the rex. I'll do my rex right. first. Uh, my rex for the day is a steam demo steam demo for curse to golf it's now available yep it's now available to download as a demo so curse to golf is a it's a 2d uh pixel art 
golf game, uh-huh. but it's also a roguelite. So it's roguelite golf. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's really fuck cool. Did you just say? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so how you okay. play it is, uh, you have like a set number of shots. Mm-hmm. For example, your the level is like five shots. So five. you have to yeah, par five. So you your your objective is to go to the goal uh in five shots. But mm-hmm. the the goal is so far that you have to be smart about your shots. And that's and also the level has power ups that spread in the map where there's uh for example there's a power up that will Increase your number of total shots, so that will prolong okay. your your run, okay. your run, up, your golf run. Yeah, up yeah. until you mentioned the power ups, you were just describing golf, so that's what yeah. made it extra <laughs> funny to me. Yeah, exactly. You weren't yeah, mentioning because, the curse stuff. Yeah, because, <laughs> I was like, this is just golf. Wait a minute. Yeah, because because the course. Now I'm I'm mentioning gameplay because the the course is not since it's two D. It's not just a straight line. It's basically yeah. a. a a Metroidvania a level. So it's, okay. It's vertical okay. and uh, zigzag. Ev- everything. It's 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 really complicated. And why is it called Curse of Golf? Uh, the the simple plot is that you're a pro golfer who died and <laughs> went into golf purgatory, where Ooh. you are stuck playing the game of golf forever. What? So uh, this is. Uh, I mean, the reason why. The reason why I found out about this game is that uh, one of the developers, who is uh, Liam, is Liam Edwards. Liam Edwards uh, is uh, a podcaster who is part of the Dad and Sons podcast, and he cursed developed this to game. golf. Yeah, curse the golf. You go. So yeah, curse the, the, the golf. The podcast being the love child of Matt Visual and, and uh, George Bunny Man, yeah, Super Bunny, yeah. Super Bunny Hop. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, uh, check out Curse the Golf. Uh, gonna wreck it. It's really fun. I tried it. <laughs> Uh, in the morning, it's really hard. At the same time, it 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 has the charm, and it's uh before it was free in itch.io, uh, but this mm-hmm. version in Steam is way like polished. Like you really I, love the I'm, improvements on the pixel art, on the UI. Uh-huh. It's really nice. I'm looking at it right now. I'm in. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think they also showed that it was coming to Switch. Like I think last year. So yeah. That's super good. I'm glad there's a demo to try. Dude, it's 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 been a long time. Like uh right oh, now there's still no release years. date. Jesus. I hate it. Because they still haven't mentioned the release date yet. <laughs> At least there's demos now. At least there's a demo, yeah. yeah. That's the most we've gotten in forever. But God damn it, Liam. Give us a release date already. It's been like three years or something. It's just more. I I think yeah. pre pandemic. Yeah, it's pre pandemic. No, there's a demo. There's a demo. There's a demo. Anyways, yeah. Curse... An old build is on itch.io, but yeah. the full game is coming to Steam Curse and the Switch. Golf. This gonna wreck cute. it. It's really mm-hmm. good. Nice. I would recommend it. Uh, what about you boys? Who's gonna take the wheel? I mean, the 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 I driver, gotta... the golf club. Oh, uh... I got a wheel because we're gonna Grand Theft Auto this wreck, baby. Go for it. Okay. So um, I'm gonna recommend a YouTube channel called In Control Again. Okay. Oh. And this is a channel that specializes in GTA Five facts. Oh. Um, okay. His entire gimmick is he he makes a lot of ten minutes of GTA Five facts that you probably don't need to know. So like little developer tidbits or um, scrapped concepts and uh, data that wasn't included in the main game, like 
missing mm-hmm. weapons, um, specific archetypes. Um, I mean, like specific items showing up in like a guide that wasn't in the main game. Mm-hmm. And your typical like, you know, Secrets of Mount Chiliad, the supposed alien DLC that got reworked into this heist. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of, you know, like trivia that is interesting because I absolutely adore mm-hmm. GTA Five as a game. Mm-hmm. And mm. one of his latest videos just upped the production quality. Uh, the video is titled The Waters of GTA Five. Okay. And basically okay. he shows you like in a really uh, basically he's showing you like, oh, here's all the wrecked ships you can find in GTA five. And each time ah. he moves to a new ship, it'll show the top view of this of the map, go over to the thing, zoom into the water, give you really nice B-roll of of the ship and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then give you some added trivia as to like, oh, this looks like a destroyed cargo ship, and the wreckage of the cargo stretches up to like twenty meters back there. Again, yeah, and, and um, given its rusty design, it's probably been here for years. Or here's the crashed ship that came from this mission that you did with Trevor. Hmm. That's why the, the the ship's design is still, you know, the paint is still on there. And uh, oh, here's a, a sunken thing with a bunch of military equipment. It could have been shipping new parts of the the military base and you can find a bunch of weapons that you can pick up in the seafloor and stuff like that so you're telling me that this man is the vati vidya of gta 5 <laughs> GTA 5. pretty much <laughs> all the hidden lore all the hidden lore of gta yeah. 5 wow Dude, confirmed that, lore. prepare that to crime is, <laughs> prepare to crime that game is so like absurdly detail rich for something that came out like what nine years ago yeah almost Something 10 like yeah yeah and there's still a bunch of stuff like um hearing about how uh supposed planned like you know like the alien invasion mm-hmm. heist being turned into something else <laughs> but you can still see like hidden assets and you know sound files of it somewhere so that's just like really cool coming from a, a game like a, a player perspective and whatnot so I'm gonna wreck it in control again on six. YouTube. Six, nice. six, 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 six. Uh, who's next? Who, who are you um, getting? Who, who, who passing the iron? I'll take go it for go, it. Go, go, All right. It. Yeah, yeah. I'll take it, baby. So what do you call it? Um, uh, in in the past few weeks, uh, what do you call it? If I recall correctly, I recommended a channel called TGS Anime uh, because I was doing a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh homework. I was trying to, what do you call it? Um, 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 learn as much about Yu-Gi-Oh in in as little amount of time as possible. So I, I am aware of my options as far as archetypes, cards, histories are concerned. Uh, basically, find what's interesting to me. And um, I ran out of TGS, TGS anime very fast, and I found that sometimes, like a lot of his videos are out of date and 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 stuff like that. So um, what do you call it? Eventually, uh, my YouTube algorithm started recommending me a different channel that does almost the exact same thing that I've been, uh, what do you call it, uh, watching TGS anime for. And that is a channel called Golden Nova Yu-Gi-Oh. And oh. I find that Golden Nova Yu-Gi-Oh's um, archetype explained videos 
are way more comprehensive than TGS anime's videos. And it actually explains their mechanics. He explains the histories of some cards. He explains like like any erratas that happened. So I find that this channel, if you're looking to learn more about an archetype, is a more comprehensive experience than watching TGS anime. So I'm not taking back the recommend of TGS anime, but I am saying that if you want to learn a little bit more about the cards or a little bit more about the archetypes, I would probably wreck Golden Nova Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm going to wreck it. Nice. nice. I can't wait till you get recommended Mega Capital G's videos. Oh, shit. Okay. Where he goes about like um, meta staples and former top tier decks. Oh. And why they dominated that era. And I, I'm, I'm going down that road, baby. <laughs> All right. I'm passing the ball to you, Rafi. Mm. Hey. For my wreck. <laughs> For my rec, uh, this is something that we did on stream like this week. Uh, we went on a fun tangent on like looking at old uh, game magazines. And it turns <laughs> out there are sites out there that actually preserve and scan these old game magazines. And like for the most part, they're very complete. Like we went through like old uh, retro issues of like GamePro. We went through all of that. Like it was a fun like trip through time. Um, it's a site called retrocdn.net and you can just search like for your favorite magazine like ga uh, gamepro. Uh, gamepro underscore us like you can you can do all that stuff um like yeah it's just a great like uh experience to go back in time and see like what what uh like what what gaming was back then and there was this mythical device called a PlayStation 2 <laughs> that, that people like were very anxious about and like uh, were eagerly anticipating, and like yeah. uh, it's it's just fun to go back to a time when the biggest problem in games was like they turned Zelda into cell shaded, <laughs> like and people yeah. were all up in arms about it. Um, and yeah, like GamePro specifically, the magazine GamePro has been like really formative uh, to me. Like that's that's kind of why I am writing about video games until this day and mm -hmm. like why I chose that as a career because like Dream. this stuff like like reading about this stuff I didn't have a console back in the day um, so I only read about video games <laughs> and, and tried to enjoy them that way so yeah it's great to just like it's great to know that a lot of people are preserving all these issues out there so yeah um, retrocdn.net there's also another resource uh, that Cheesy Chimps uh uh, gave me Migs uh, over there. Gave yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. What, what was it? What, uh, what was the site? We'll it, link was, it, in the, uh, it was archive.org. Uh, usually archive.org archive um, is, 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 is an archive, but for the internet. Yep. So it's not just magazines, it's, it's, oh. it's everything. It's like it's music, sites. it's, okay. it's images, yeah, it's sites. So, um, but they do have like a magazine section that has a lot of yeah. uh, curated. Uh, issues yeah. of numerous titles or publications like EGM, uh, PSM, yeah. Tips and Tricks, you know, those yeah. old school uh, magazines. Nintendo Power. Nintendo Power. Yeah. Unless, you know, Nintendo sues this site for, you know. Mm. <laughs> they probably will. They probably unless, will. In time. I wouldn't expect otherwise. Yeah. Unless Nintendo don't. I just love um, uh, <laughs> revisiting these magazines for the ads because the ads are just That's bonkers. That's great. <laughs> Like I've uh, I pasted in um, mm. uh, some numerous ads, like this ad for 
uh, what's this? Eve of Extinction. Like, like this, the, the slogan yeah. for it is Variety is the spice of death. <laughs> like, Just like old 2000s ads had like some unadulterated form of edge. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. we were Especially losing the it Digimon on, on stream like the, the other time. Digimon ads are a treasure. Yeah, the Digimon ads is it. great. Um, there was um, one where it's this like medieval game and it was all about swords and stuff like that. And, and like, the the copy to the ad was like, uh, onion, uh, before guns, men had real balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Calm the fuck there's down, a, dude. Like, what the fuck? There's a one ad for uh, Blood Omen Two, mm. <laughs> which is the Legacy of Kane series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The the copy is, this is a quote: uh, "Float mm-hmm. like a butterfly, sting like a bee." Kane. <laughs> That's what Kane said. <laughs> it's a Kane quote graphic. <laughs> and then the, See, I'm pretty sure he didn't say that. <laughs> and then there's I'm of course sure like, we, a... like like yeah. like we mentioned this before in, in Digimon because it Digimon yeah. is one of its victims when it comes to print ads. Like there's mm-hmm. for Digimon Digital Monsters, Rumble Arena, it's a cute, cuddly, and ready to rumble. So wow. stuff like that. And then mm-hmm. the last one that I found was uh, an ad for No One Lives Forever, uh, which is the copy is She'll Break Your Heart with a point forty four slug. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like, there there okay. were some good ones. Like, uh, off the top of my head, there was uh, there's also Gungrave. Um, oh, yeah. Gungrave is a classic. And the copy is like, unlimited bullets because reloading takes too long (laughs) (laughs) you know you know sometimes i wonder why i'm the way i am then i remember i grew up in the 90s (laughs) everyone got that mtv edge yeah dude yeah so i guess that's it for our rex yes um yeah it's a good trade it's a good trade um it's a good trade course for past episodes you can check us out on spotify on apple podcasts on google podcasts uh stitcher supplier limewire and all and all other of your favorite batman's old laptop yeah yeah, batman's old laptop yeah his green ms dos machine yeah we're we're on there we're there alfred's old uh crossover puzzle in his newspaper Um, mm-hmm. And also, you could check us out on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group, uh, which is you can just search "Good Trades Brigade." It will uh, show up on your search results. There's also a YouTube channel, uh, YouTube.com/slash Good Trades Brigade or Good Trades. Mm-hmm. Just good search. Brigade. You have good <laughs> Good Trades Brigade. Uh, most likely, if you search for us on YouTube, you'll find top results would be. Uh, Asmund Gold reacts to Vin Diesel betraying, <laughs> uh, being betrayed or something. One hundred seventy thousand views, God. Emil, for a stupid meme. Yep. Um, and of course, uh, we have uh, a Twitter, which is twitter dot uh, twitter dot com slash gt brigade. Yep. Yep. And of course, Emil, if uh if our listeners would want to support us where would they go 
If you and your fine friends and family would like to support the Good Trades and become a part of the Good Trades Federation, you can go on over to www.patreon.com slash goodtradesbrigade and for the price of a cup of cafe... Oh no, that's the second time I've done that bit. For, 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 for the cup of a price of coffee... Oh. You heard me. You heard me. Okay. You he can said, he also... Said what he said... <laughs> you, said. you can also support the Good Trades Brigade. Keep us slippery, keep us on, keep us buff, keep us shiny. Um, all those things and more you can do by heading on over to www.patreon.com slash goodtradesbrigade and join all of our other fine patrons who keep the lights on, who keep the show running, and keep the trades good. Yeah, dude. Good. I've done it. Yeah, <laughs> right. They've That's always it. been good. We batted a hundred, a hundred percent. Yep, yep. The trades have always been good. That's a good <laughs> damage right now. Yeah, in dude. your ear holes, in your ear holes right now. That's good damage. Mm-hmm. You know it. You know it. And if you want this quality, no, I don't want to say that you you need to support us. No, it's fine. Just keep listening. We appreciate you out there. Yeah, dude. Just, right. just don't okay, go okay. on the Riddler chan. Don't go yeah. to, to the Riddler forums. <laughs> that's, Raffy, the, that's the Raffy. bad place to go. Yeah, that's the bad Raffy, place. Raffy. Never go to uh, Riddler chan. Yeah, Riddler gag. <laughs> Riddler gag? Nine Riddler? Nine Riddler. Raffy. Nine Raffy. Yeah? Who's the cop? <laughs> <laughs> it was Marone! <laughs>